0: If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't the road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bottom up ba at participating McDonald's.
1: Hello world. What up, what up? It's the realest podcast ever, episode thirty-seven. It's your boy C Diddy. Humble Matt. Humble Matt, no IG Matt.
0: Yeah, man, I'm glad I'm away from that <laughs> shit right
1: now. Somebody was sending us, uh, Reese the other day was sending us a DM or whatever. He had that group, Joan, whatever that he started. And he was sending something that was like Instagrammer and Reese387 sent you a message. (laughs) There's no Matthew.
0: (laughs) Matthew's gone. Yeah, it's like, I'm glad I'm away, honestly. I know that for the pussy... Challenge shit is probably annoying than a motherfucker. It was
1: annoying a week ago. It just imagine. now got entertaining. Like, I can only Issa Rae and uh, Regina Hall did one. Regina Hall's fine as fuck. I love, I love her old ass. Issa Rae's in Philly tonight. Doing what? I have no idea. She's completely random, but she tweeted, Hey, Phil, tonight. I told her to go to Vango. She didn't respond, so I don't know if she's going or not, but told her to go to Vango, gave her the address and who to ask for. Hopefully, they treat her like a celebrity if she goes down there and not a piece of shit. You hear that, Deer? Don't treat it like a piece of shit, dear. Hmm. Yeah, I'm just
0: glad I'm away from
1: all of it. Yeah, I mean, it's, we talk about this all the time. Instagram is a fucking rabbit hole. So like I go on Instagram for one thing, and then it's like four hours later. Like, it's like the fucking... <laughs> I don't think it's a rabbit hole. I think it's just... It is for me. It's... 10 billion Uh-oh. young bitches on there. I can't. Oh yeah, I mean if that's your name, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's the only reason why, that's why I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like 10,000 YBs on uh on Instagram. It's like I go on there to like check some stock shit and then next thing you know, it's like CNN what? Like I'm looking at ads I, from Trinidad and Tobago.
0: I seen one of my uh Instagram homies the other day. He's like, "Yo, I ain't seen you on the gram, you good?" And I'm like, "Fine. <laughs> here I am." <laughs> I'm like, I don't know, like, a thing. Like, if you're not on Instagram... Everything going all right? I'm like, yeah. Be- because
1: people are so fucking shallow. Remember a couple of years ago, that was like, a th- I just got to really get my life together. And social
0: media is fucking up the quality of your life. Seek help. Yeah.
1: Like, it's way...
0: I understand what Charlamagne be talking about, though, when he talks about, like, social media, like, ruining skills and all of that. Because it's people who just... they it, the minds are just They, they becoming mush Remember yeah. I remember a movie that was That shit is turning your mind Into mush And it's like Yeah man Sometimes you just gotta be like Nah I'm, I'm cool Yeah Like I don't even need to see This shit right now it's, it's like I know I'm not missing anything Yeah I mean It's just so
1: much trauma And like mental poison That comes across Oh Like Social Mental media poison. on a on a daily basis, man, and it's just like it's it's like stressful and the shit, like weighs on you. It's to the point where now, like the black experience is just so fucking traumatic. I don't watch certain shit on TV, like I don't watch certain movies and like stuff like that because it's like it's it's wearing me out. And as like a borderline thirty five year old black man, I don't want to keep seeing shit. Like I saw this movie last week, and it actually was pretty good. It was a TV one produced movie with Lil Mama. And Lance Gross. And apparently I, I, I heard it. it was based on a true story. But it's like the guy starts off, he's so nice, whatever, he real little mama in. She's dancing. He's selling drugs allegedly. Uh come to find out he was like a Philly nigga. Like he's like, I got my money. If you get your money up, we can do such and such, but bitch, you're broke, so I'm going to need you to go and sell that pussy and make me more money. So then, it, it, so that's where it takes the dark turn. It's like, oh, you don't care about her. You don't want to rescue her from the strip club. You want to be her pimp and coach her up to be the best hoe she can be. Yeah. Inspirational, kind of horrible, kind of human trafficking. Yeah. So there's a scene in the movie where the shit just goes completely left where it's like he asking her how much money she made because he's setting his target at 700 a night. And she's like, yeah, I made 350. You know, this one guy wanted to go to the uh, champagne room, but I didn't have a condom, so I couldn't do it. Blah, blah, blah. That would have been 150, so I'd have been at 500. He's like, oh, baby, come here. And he headbutts her. And I'm like, oh, one of my moves. Yeah, I'm like, who the fuck headbutts a woman? Well, yeah, I never headbutted a woman. (laughs) As your first move, like your opening move is, oh, baby, it's okay. You didn't hit the target. (laughs) Wham! So think of how sick Chad Ochocinco is that his first move on Evelyn was, oh, you went through my phone? Headbutt, bitch. Oh, he headbutted? Yeah, he headbutted. I don't remember. Shout out to those he people. He headbutted, yeah. Oh. Right here. Ha! That's lit. NFL player fucking headbutt you. You're probably going to the hospital.
0: Yeah.
1: You're probably going to stay for a while.
0: Stay out that phone. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Many fixed. lessons to be learned hey, Matt, here Matt fixed my life uh, <laughs> Stay off that
1: phone So he hit her And then from there Just a constant like
0: Nothing good can ever come from going through a phone It's
1: just const- <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> it's constant Nothing you, you, either,
0: you either gonna get emotionally hurt Or somebody's gonna get physically hurt The
1: thing is this Take it a step further Second level thinking That's the theme of this podcast here Take it a step further The person who was looking for something Everything looks like something. So even if you have nothing in there, that looks like something to a chick that's looking for something. So you mean to tell me you ain't sucked no titties all last year? (laughs) You mean to tell me that I'm with a nigga that don't none of the chicks who drive the bus want to fuck my man? So I'm washed. It sounds like it's about me. uh... (laughs) So I'm washed. What do you mean you don't have nothing in this phone? There's nothing in there. So you didn't go to Chipotle, get an extra chips and salsa that I don't know about or nothing. Nah. So you just going to work.
0: As a black man. No.
1: Coming home. You going to work, doing your job, earning a living, and then coming home, my nigga?
0: Yeah.
1: You got a lot of explaining to do. That's what the Lord uh, (laughs) intended
0: for me to be doing.
1: You got a lot of fucking explaining to do, my man. Hey, Just, can you turn my headphones down just a little bit? They're like super loud. Like, why the fuck is this phone so clean? You knew I was going in here. Somebody tipped you off. <laughs> somebody
0: tipped you off.
1: <laughs> somebody tipped you off. Somebody you know, hang with Young Dolph. Somebody tipped you off, my anything man. Anything
0: you see, anything you hear when it comes to the person you're dealing with, you, you just some somebody the other day on Twitter posted a joke was like, when you find out your girl out like, here telling niggas thank you, and it was the Wade Wade crying getting killed <laughs> off the court in the wheelchair. was <laughs> like, yo, that's really hot. Like, ship thank you. Goes. You, the nigga held the door for you, said thank you. You said thank you? For real? You, so you thankful uh-huh. that he
1: held the door. Thank so thank him, don't thank me. Right. Don't thank the Lord for getting you out of bed today and be able to walk through that door and thank him. Now, I ain't see you pray this morning, but you thinking this, but you nigga, thinking bro, this bro. nigga over here. It's crazy. You thinking Ty from DHL, because he held the door for you. So my job ain't good
0: enough? You like his job better Man. than mine? You in a passenger seat with your chick, and y'all at like Wendy's. And the nigga come over the speaker like, can I help you? Yeah, fam. Uh, Let us get, you know, <laughs> like, the fuck? <laughs> that <this> shit be. <laughs> Men, we way worse. Women can, like, see you flirting, see the flirting, and not really be like, okay, that's cute. Get, yeah. Uh, you, your chick say hi, hello. Hello? Hello. Yeah,
1: hell is low. That's where you going to be <laughs> if you keep telling motherfuckers hello. <laughs> So I suggest you find another way to not greet these motherfuckers. Oh, but but finish what what happened after the headbutt? Oh, so after the headbutt, it was just the the final forty two minutes of the movie was all ass kickings, okay, and was and shit. <laughs> and uh, he turned her into a trained fucking uh, stripper assassin, okay. stripper ninja assassin, uh, robbing niggas. Her and her girlfriend robbed Floyd Mayweather and then shot him, like uh, the real Floyd the real Mayweather? Floyd. Yeah, yeah.
0: How the fuck? How much did they pay for That's Floyd? what I'm saying.
1: Floyd probably paid them. You know, I'll pay put me in a movie as the big baller. I'll pay for the whole movie. What's the movie
0: budget? 7 million. I have that in my left pocket. I love Floyd, man. Did you watch his uh he just did an interview with um where he was talking about the the, the seven having seven hoes. He could never have one hoe because one is too close to zero. Yeah, he swear he may. Like, I love Floyd. Sometimes though, he just be saying crazy shit. Like, the whole interview was just like when he's not talking about sports. I'm not listening to him talking money. about nothing but sports. Yeah, sports <laughs> or money. Cool. After that, sports money hoes. Yeah, sports money hoes. Sex, drugs, and entertainment. After that, man, it's it, it's down the fucking hill. <laughs> yeah, like, no, he's dumb as a brick.
1: <laughs> it's like sharp as a sharp as a whip, dumb as a brick. Yeah. All encapsulated in the
0: one boxing machine. Yeah, those like you were saying, those movies, man. Like uh, people ask me, um, what's the movie where the nigga was th- threw the threw the kids out the moving car and all that shit? Um, oh, the with the big John Precious? Nah, nah. Um, that was another one that was ridiculous. The, um, it's like a bunch of different stories going on. Okay, and all of the men are like abusive and uh, they yeah. all pieces of shit. What's what's the Sandy Brown hair nigga we hate? Um, Michael Ealy. Michael Ealy. He's like the bad guy. He's one of the bad guys in the thing, I believe. But did, I can't think of it. People ask me, like, yo, did you ever watch it? And I'd be like, I heard about it and was like, no. <laughs> no, I don't want to watch motherfuckers purposely. Like, there's a new movie. There's a new movie that's coming
1: out in a couple of, I think this weekend. And the shit is like a combination of like When the Bow Breaks, which is like about the shit with the kid or whatever, and like the the psycho whatever falling in love with the kid, the surrogate falling in love with the kid or whatever. So it was like a combination of that and then like every other black movie where like a woman getting her ass whooped. So It was just like, I don't want to see that shit, man. Like I'm, I already told y'all I'm a feminist now, proud feminist. Um, I don't want to see.
0: Hey there.
1: Women getting their asses kicked for the purpose of entertainment, or for colored girls. Oh yeah, I didn't see that.
0: I I heard like the going. Yeah, I've heard
1: terrible things. I was just like, yeah, I don't want to see. Oh, thanks. I'm good. No, no, I'm not
0: watching it. Like, 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 why? (laughs) No. just know, and, and and what's crazy is the women and people will put themselves through the torture of watching a movie like that. That was so horrible, just to come out and be like, yeah, that was awful. That's how niggas be though. They be possessive, and it's like. You know you could have went to see Toy Story or some other, like, you didn't <laughs> like have,
1: you know these niggas will kill you, girl.
0: <laughs> you didn't have to go see that <laughs> like, You knew that before you got here. Like, so Ty- like as, as, as much as I fuck with Tyler Perry because making all the money and doing all that shit. Oh, you yeah, I respect actors. Tyler as a businessman and employing all these black folk. But but the movies, I, like, I don't need to see, you know, I could have did bad all by myself and should have never met you and been with you and we, you, you know. These we, niggas ain't loyal for. Yeah, like, I... <laughs> I don't need to see them shits, man. They, I'm at my girl mom house they made they made us uh well not made us but we all watched the uh the one where the guy was raping, uh not raping, but uh giving gay to chick AIDS uh Oh yeah,
1: the one she was married, she started messing with the billionaire. Yeah and he gave her AIDS, yeah. Was he a
0: billionaire? Yeah, he was super up. Yeah, and she the was tech fucking bowl. She was fucking with the uh the pharmacist boy. Yeah, yeah. He was like corny and shit. Left a corny Lance man. Gross. Lance Gross. Oh, he, Lance Gross. You gotta Lance get Gross is always <laughs> there in those movies. Lance Gross had a motherfucking... He's, uh, he's like... He the, had a
1: round off with a part in it in this movie. He's like
0: the millennials Blair Underwood. Yeah. Yeah. No. He's always around some silly shit. Though. Like Lance Gross. God damn it. Yeah, you know this movie's gonna be... <laughs> you either, know a bitch about to get an ass up, This right? is about to be C-level <laughs> at best. You seen Lance Gross Yeah Lance Gross was in uh, Was in Deuces In Kirk movie Yeah Deuces was good though. Deuces was Deuces good was Like It wasn't like Drama Like black drama I, I It was know, a
1: black gangster movie Right yeah. Cool You know what happens to gangsters They fucking die They go to jail We know We know we get into Coming into this shit These other like these, these black dramas Whatever like that These relationship Allegories and all that shit That Tyler Perry And Lee Daniels making No thank you no thank you. I did seen Lee Daniels and uh the was
0: on uh Did you see Fifty posts about Lee Daniels? <laughs> Fifty don't give a fuck.
1: You said man. I gotta stay away from you and uh gotta, gotta can't get too close to yeah. so you gotta give you some space, heard about that freaky shit
0: you and Puff be doing. Fifty was on uh did you watch his Breakfast Club joint? He was talking about uh beans up there with the gangster shit with Charlemagne. You seen that <laughs> part? <laughs> <laughs> it was like all right, like you take it to the gangster shit now, Charlemagne like all right, like I'm not a gangster, so now what? And he like, you you want some nut shit? I, sh- I should just roll. And Charlamagne like, yeah, you peace should. <laughs> He's like, but I gotta promote my music. <laughs> <laughs> i crack it the fuck up. Oh, yeah. But I gotta promote gang gang dropping uh, 50, everywhere. he was talking about tales. Um, you know he was. Charlamagne was like Yeah y'all This the first time You and Irv Like been under the same He said that won't be long He said it won't be long Let me get them out of there (laughs) And they start laughing He's like no I'm serious He's like It's a great idea It's poorly executed And they're like Oh so you watch He's like I watch everything People I hate You know (laughs) what I'm saying Like I (laughs) I'm like yo This nigga man 50 funny as shit But Enough of the foolishness Yeah Let's get to some real issues from the week, man. Uh,
1: first things first, uh, we lost a, a, a major we pioneer and icon in, in the YBOD legacy movement. Man,
0: was a YBOD absolutely yeah, started. He's yeah, the yeah.
1: he's the forefather. He's the Mount Rushmore of YBOD. It's him, me, and Esco. You know what I'm saying? And there's probably somebody else somewhere in between. R. Kelly, we can't deal with you right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, you go against the doctrine. You be dipping into the underage pool. We can't fool with you. So, until further review, you're left off Mount Rushmore.
0: You know what's funny? Last well, before I deleted my IG, I saw a chick. Uh, she made a post like, damn, what happened to the YBOD movement? I guess that shit died out. And, uh, like, that was the, the tweetgram. And the caption was like, y'all got sick of the, the young girls with the pissy pussies. And that's go came with a post. like... When you were 20, did, did, was, did you, was your pussy busy? <laughs> <laughs> I was fucking... In fact, y'all started going, yeah, 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 you, yeah, you say that, yeah. I said, hey, uh, what's going on here?
1: You he was uh, saying something about that was for broke niggas, what was going on here? It's like, sis, just because your 7th grade crush left your motherfucking ass when y'all got to 12th grade uh, for a, a, a brown-skinned girl with a fat ass, it's like, don't be mad at us, you know what I'm saying? Well, how much was you having no worth? I don't know, It's a good question. I didn't even look. I know he was rich in hoes, so I just was like. Hugh Hefner's
0: wealth was widely estimated to be around 50 million. That's it. I mean, shit, not bad when you got a house full of uh, blonde poom poom. Yeah, I just thought that, like, Playboy's like a fucking international.
1: But who knows how much of it he actually still owned.
0: I know he didn't own the mansion, he was leasing it. I know that, because I saw that a couple months ago on uh, Inside of the Night. Yeah, he had grandfathered in for real. Yeah. (laughs) No, he sold it. Uh, He sold it for 100 mil. And then think, leased it back. And then leased it uh, like for a million dollars a year, I believe. Said his wife, his wife is like thirty, says so she don't don't get a dime from the uh Damn. From the uh So who gets all the check all the cash? I have no
1: clue. They said the wife ain't getting shit. Not, he gonna leave that shit to like the guy that built the grotto or some shit. Yeah, some silly shit.
0: You know how they play. Yeah. You have
1: uh, So rest in peace, Unk. Um, you know, ninety one years, fought the good
0: fight. Too swift on his toes to get caught up with these hoes. I saw a joint yesterday said, said, uh, rest in peace, Hugh Hefner, life is so short. Like, man, it was 90, 91. 90. Like, <laughs> well, Average black man died at 24. So my life is so short. Not in this case. Somebody sent us a question about the Hugh Hefner. said, do you have any desire to live to be 90? No. I was thinking that. Side, Get me out of here like 68 to 72. I was saying the other day, like, do old people really, really enjoy them? I mean, I know they'd be finding joy and be having good time. Be sure. finding joy and waking up yeah but it's
1: like if i can't fuck at peak performance get me out of here i can go you know what i'm saying once the knees stop working shit start hurting you don't even know what to call it or how to get it treated you can get me out of here it's like yo you can live for at least like 12 more years no nah, euthanize me i'm done get me out of here <laughs> it's, a, it's an after party in, in heaven get me up out this room <laughs>
0: it's a fucking idiot
1: Major issue we had this week was uh Donald Trump versus everybody. Yeah, Trump
0: Trump literally <laughs> versus everybody. NFL, NBA, North Korea, randoms like But you know how me and Nelly always say we hate everybody. Like Trump really. No, hates I really hate everybody. everybody. Any and every. Yeah, I tried to give y'all some game on
1: uh what y'all should do and y'all did the exact opposite. So now I'm going to talk about some whole other shit that don't have nothing to do with the initial reason why I started all of this. you mm-hmm. Y'all be safe. I got golf to play.
0: I actually wrote it down earlier this week. Let me go to it. Like, I was actually, uh, I was working this week, man. I was, like, bored and shit. I was writing down, like, all the people i seen Trump go at this week. All right, here we go. Trump this week attacked or threatened John McLean, Chuck Schumer, Rand Paul, Lisa Graham, Lindsey Graham, Lisa Murkowski, Steph Curry, Colin Kaepernick, every black athlete in general. Roger Goodell, the foreign minister of North Korea, and then called Little the Rocket, Rocket Man. <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, that's in a week. Yeah. <laughs> like, how all in the course of doing that business, much shit,
1: dog. And Kim Jong Jong, uh, we will ex- we will take
0: Trump's latest comments as a direct uh, declaration of war. And then posted a pic in a jail pose. You seen that, John? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, he's not fucking around. <laughs> uh, with, with the whole shit with. The NFL and everything. Where, where do you want to start with it? Like, um, It's so many moving parts. To it's this so much. So the bigger, the issue
1: that we kind of all talked about collectively amongst ourselves, me, Matt, Carl, Love, or whatever, and then Ra also, is just basically like the inception of what this protest was versus what it is now. Colin Kaepernick started this protest as a peaceful protest for the different injustices and things that were going on with the country, his involvement in Black Lives Matter, the fact of him being, you know, like a community volunteer, seeing the disproportionate number of unarmed black men and women being killed at the hands of police with little to no judicial pressure Mm -hmm. or conviction to be that situation. He started by sitting out the National Anthem, literally sitting on the bench when the National Anthem was going on. He had a conversation with a former military man who said hey I understand your movement I understand they had a meeting and he said hey I he's understand. a football player too yeah I understand your 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 movement your meeting like what your, what you're trying to do your message all that I respect it it would sit better with me if you kneeled instead of sitting Colin Kaepernick said hey no problem he started kneeling so every time he was asked the why 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 his answer has remained the same every time, only evolving with new examples of the original message that may have been in the news or in the media at that given point in time. Fast forward now, this is a, a year later, and we just literally had the entire NFL, like some 400 some odd players or some shit like that, mm-hmm. took a knee, locked on form of a protest over this past weekend with even some... NFL owners, I think it was like between seven and nine owners participating of
0: a protest. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Participating McDonald's. sir,
1: Don't let the media trick you and take your eyes off the ball to this now being labeled and go from being labeled as uh, Black Lives Matter, Black Rights Matter Protest, peaceful protest. to now we're protesting against Trump. Yeah. And the media is just such an amazing hype and spin machine that they've literally changed this whole narrative to why are the players in the NFL and the NBA boycotting Donald Trump? And then this is like the highlight that you see on all these different news media, left, right and moderate news media, they're all covering it in the same manner, and it's to the point where Colin Kaepernick is not even a part of the discussion no, anymore. Completely wiped them out. Sports Illustrated just put out a cover for this week, yeah. people locking arms at this stand. And third, there is no Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. Why is that? Because he was used as a scapegoat for a reason of hey, we don't like the fact of what he's doing. Now everyone's doing this like oh fuck him you guys are anti-american and anti-patriotic you're boycotting the flag and then now it's turned in from that to you're boycotting donald trump boycotting you boycotting the flag and it's like what how did we get here so that's kind of what i'm interested in starting with is like the how how did we get here like what particular moments Along the line of from what Kaepernick was doing, then Michael Bennett joining the protests and a couple other players in the NFL joining the protests, whatever. How did we get here to where on September 28th, now 2017, the whole message has been flipped?
0: Trump is a spin. Man. Like what was the song? Common had uh, a spin master. She brought a face up, laughing to testify. John. Yeah, like, that's Trump. Trump is a genius spin master. He's taken the whole thing away. From Kaepernick, yeah. from Black, the the like the term Black Lives Matter, it's so annoying to me.
2: Yeah. It's
0: like the just the simple fact that that's what Black people are fighting for, to just matter. Yeah, like that's us. That's insane. When you sit back, not Black lives are better than everyone. Black lives are like bl- just matter. Like Black we just, lives are slightly superior. Like we just want to matter. It's just an f- insane fucking thing already. But. I, I watched Kaepernick do this protest. And this is the crazy part. I saw somebody the other day on Facebook, somebody white, say, oh, I don't even understand why Kaepernick started this whole thing against Trump. And I'm like, well, <laughs> here's the reality. Back He's, the car up. He, he started sitting for the national anthem when Obama was president. Right. <laughs> like, here's the, here's the reality. I think his name was Nate or Todd Boyer. Yeah. I think the guy's name was who told him, yo, sitting is like that for the Patriots and the people who fight overseas and yeah. all that kneeling would, you know, is a silent protest and you're still showing respect to the flag. All right. Colin starts kneeling. Boom. All these players who were out there this week doing all these things and all this shit. None of them. Right. None of them moved. None of them did anything. You even had players like Lashley who came out verbally and was like, Oh, cabinet's a distraction. He's, he's, a, he's a loser. Mm-hmm. And, Sean McCoy was out there breakdancing the other day (laughs) during the fucking national anthem, and people keep trying to pretend like he did some shit. I'm like, no, he's just a dickhead. He's just a complete, he's just a complete, like we, like you can this, and this is the thing, and and everybody was hitting me up left and right from my job people because they know me. I'm I'm a Cowboy fan. Yo, what you think about the Cowboys? What you think about the Cowboys day? What you think about the Cowboys day Monday night? It was whack. Yeah, this is the thing with a protest. I could be wrong, but this is just where I'm at with it. A protest is done to disrupt whatever is going on as the norm. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? If you're protesting civil rights, if you're protesting segregation in school, you can't toe the line. Right. You can't play both sides. You understand what I'm saying? You just can't. Yeah. It's impossible. You have to pick a side and you have to go there. The Cowboys came out the other night and kneel before the flag like, oh, yeah, you know, we're – we're doing this to show, you know, solidarity with all of our right. brothers and the fact that we want equal rights and this and the third. And then you stand up for the national anthem. It's like, but no, this isn't what Kaepernick yeah, was this, doing. This ain't it. The Steelers, the other night, oh, we're, we're not coming out for the fl- – and I told y'all when that shit – You when said they, this shit look fishy. When they first dropped, oh, the Steelers aren't coming out for the national anthem. My first tweet was – this sounds fishy to me. Then I see Mike Tomlin, like, yeah, you know, we just came here to play football, and I don't want to put my guys in a situation where they got to pick a side and they got to feel obligated to kneel or obligated to stand. You know, we just here to play football. It's like, oh, you playing the my name Bennett, and I ain't it. in it yet. Yeah. <laughs> like, you you can't do that. You just can't. You it's 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 a situation that has risen now to the point where it's at the forefront of America, especially when you have players on your
1: team who want to be in it. I'm sure of it, who have, in the, who have a strong opinion to say, I'm with Cap or whatever. You know what I'm saying? But you're making them feel to be silenced via, like, scapegoating the situation under the cloak of, oh, I don't want my guys in it. Well, what about the ones that want to be in Like, it? think about What about all the work that uh Franco Harris did for social uh, social justice and like shit like that in the 60s and 70s. And, and, and you're the, the head coach of this team that he once played for, a Hall of Famer. And all of the work that uh Mr. Rooney did in terms of equal,
0: the reason why you got your fucking job is because of the Rooney so, rule. Lou Alcindor was the MVP and the best player in basketball. Changed his name to Kareem. Like, ha- things have to happen. They make yeah. sense. This is how wild this whole situation is. Kaepernick got on a knee, started protesting. Kaepernick didn't do it because the food in the cafeteria was nasty. Right. He didn't do it because um you know he don't hit his number in roulette when he go to like he literally is protesting for prejudice and racism yeah, social to justice end. Yeah. And, and think about that like that's what he's doing it for, and this is the thing Kaepernick not just taking a knee on the field. Kaepernick literally has donated over a million dollars of his own money. He's literally going, he's taking planes of food to Africa. Yeah. Like, he's doing things that no one else is doing. So it's just insane that you get so much backbiting from all these people who, like, LaShawn McCoy, black. You understand what I'm saying? Ray Lewis with that fucking dodge up, you black. Right. Ray Lewis literally went out there and said, I would never kneel, I would never do that. I do too much with the military. I do too much with the police. And then we clearly see you in the picture on one knee. And then you kneel. And then you <laughs> get on two knees. And then your greasy ass decides to say, I was kneeling, I was I, praying. I, I look around the, the stadium and I see people not knowing what to do. I see people kneeling. I see people locking arms. I see people not really understand or, un, or they're unclear as to what's going on. So in the middle of chaos, I drop to two knees to pray to God. It's like, Ray, shut the fuck up. Like, you sound retarded. You, you realize the cameras were on you. You do realize these
1: <laughs> cameras work, right? And then you was like, oh, shit, I'm kind of kneeling. <laughs> I, oh, I, shit. I, if I get up, it's going to be like a thing. But if, what if I get down on both knees?
0: I get down on both knees. I can tell him I was praying.
1: That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to mouth some shit to myself. I'm going to mouth, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit, yeah. oh, shit, oh, shit to myself. And uh, it's just all going to go
0: away. Nobody's going to talk about this. Nobody ain't seen nothing. And now it's like you see what that does again Towing the line Now we not fucking with you And they not fucking with you They said 35,000 people have already called for them to take his statue down They not fucking with you (laughs) right It's just not happening It's over boy You can't toe the line in a protest situation You gotta be on one side or the other you either cross when we go on strike. You either crossing the picket line, or you getting drunk with us. Right. It's one or the other. Yeah, you are gonna cook these motherfucking chicken thighs? For real shit. <laughs> they they, they, <laughs> they been sitting in the marinade all motherfucking day. You it's just one or the other. You can't toe the line in that situation. Shannon Sharp got right at him. Oh
1: man, Shannon
0: the Sharp. And then he said he called you. He said then he said he called him on the phone. He want
1: to answer. He said hey man, I ain't gonna chase you. The, uh, so we could talk and figure this thing out.
0: Yeah. Pick the phone up, man. Yeah. And, and it, it's just ridiculous, though. It's like you watch all these different people and they're like, oh, what do you have against the flag? What do you have against the military? And I'm like, nothing. nothing. My grandfather fought in World War II. Nothing. But understand that my grandfather fought in World War II. My grandfather, 97 years old, still alive, still kicked, right. drive, talk shit, mm-hmm. everything. He fought in World War II. I think my grandpa came back. Forty six, I want to say, forty
1: six or forty seven. On paper, considered three
0: fifths of a human. On paper, he didn't have civil rights for twenty years. On paper, my grandpa came back and still had a license that said "Negro" at the bottom of it. That's wild. Like, understand that? Cause fight and die for your country. When you come back to your country,
1: get your black ass away from that fountain. Get your black ass away from that fountain. Get away nigga. from that fountain. You you know, take two of you niggas equal one of us. Real shit. Get your fuck out of here. Kill fuck. you. Kill you. Won't nobody even
0: notice you're missing. Real talk. Get away from that fountain, boy. Like, that shit real. And it's like, the fact that that is going on, the fact that that is, like, in the fiber. It's embedded. It's in the infrastructure of the country. And you got, literally, situations like this where, yo, I'm going to do something. I'm going to play my part 100% for it. You get. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Painted as a bad guy. Right. They painted Kaepernick as a terror. They said, yo, he can't get a second chance. There are people in the NFL who have had rape cases, who have had aggravated assault cases. Ray Lewis beat a homie. Yep, a stabbing. Like like a brutal homicide. Been done, been on During the- Super Bowl
1: weekend. <laughs> Super Bowl weekend. Not Pink Weekend. <laughs> that's like that's like if OJ would have killed Nicole Super Bowl weekend. Yeah, like you was in your bag. Like huh? you on some shit. Huh? You was in your bag. Huh? Yeah, right. one too many dosekis. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Corona got
1: too many lines.
0: <laughs> on that Super Stabbed the motherfucker to death. But yeah, and it's like they painted him as a bad dude. And I I I sit back and I listen to people. I watch black people do that. Because they don't know no better. Yeah. The house nigga mentality is real. They'll tell you anything. And niggas turn right around, yeah, man, he's a distraction. What's he distracting? Nothing. Nothing. You can't even
1: answer that. There's a whole thing. I'm pretty sure you saw this. There's documentation that proves that in 2009 the NFL was given a $53 million DOD grant
0: for having their players stand during the National National Anthem. Anthem. Like, I tell people, I don't know if you remember where that really wasn't even a thing. Yeah. They didn't televise that and had this whole big thing. Dog, swear to God, Ra, Midget John, JT, Leek, they can all attest to it. We in the ca- Rich, we in the casino. Delaware Park, down there for Sunday. They betting, you know, everybody putting their bets in and shit this and of the third. They playing the games on the join the games getting ready to start. National anthem come on. White folks is standing. In the casino. <laughs> I'm looking around like, y'all do know y'all betting and gambling and drinking dollar beers and eating dollar <laughs> hot dogs. Sit down. <laughs> like, why? like, for what? Because there's the
1: flag has been so romanticized post-9-11. That's yeah. exactly what it is. Yeah. Post-9-11, the flag has just been ridiculously romanticized to the point where it's like, if you, like, anything with the fucking flag is just like, unpatriotic they use the fucking patriot act to be able to go through all your shit without you knowing they amended the shit four more times to be able to go in even more of your shit and it's just like the whole theme of being a patriot and being patriotic in america has just been pushed to the fucking forefront over the last 16 years and it's just like they just use different ways to romantic anti-american for having something to say against a country that fucking burned Uh, maimed, killed, and colonized a whole community of people. Yeah. To the point where they've been fucking displaced to, like, the upper northwest corner
0: of fucking America, and that's all they got. Yeah, it's ridiculous, man. It's like, I watch, like, just the fact, and this is the thing, the country is still so... Racist. It's still so, so much a mess. Overtly racist. You know who the number one jersey this week was in sales? Villanueva's nut ass. Uh, Think about this. An offensive lineman from the Steelers has the number one jersey. I wouldn't be able to find
1: that shit if I fucking... How did they even find that?
0: You know what I think is funny about it, though? All these Trump supporters who want the wall... To like get rid of the Mexicans are running around now with like a Mexican last yeah, name. Yeah, they say he's like sp-
1: he's uh, Spanish American or whatever. Yeah. So white, um, but yeah. And 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 when crazy, I crazy,
0: did you see the videos with the people burning their shit? Burning the stillers, jerseys? everything, burning everything, <laughs> oh, Just, shit. burning all kinds <laughs> of shit. It's a it's a like a, a collage of videos. I, I'll send it to you. It's, motherfuckers, the one nigga burned his whole season ticket package. All They were fucking tripping. You know you can't get in the game now. You know you can't get into the game now. You don't have any tickets. The motherfucker was burning all his Steelers shit. He's like, I've been a Steelers fan since I was born. And I'm this old. He's like, I have a son right now fighting overseas. And... Uh, what the Steelers did this past week by not coming out to honor that flag was goddamn disgrace. I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. He put all his fucking Steelers... He's like, you see this leather? $450. It's dose. He's <laughs> throwing, <laughs> throwing, shit, throwing shit in the fire pit. So then he, he's doing this. doing a, He's like, and he had one Steeler who turned around and came out and did the right thing. And that's goddamn Villanova. And I love him. And I'm like, <laughs> Villa <damn> Nova, Villanova... <laughs> I'm like, Villanova is a fucking university. Did you that man's name is Villanova. Did you see that the volunteer fire chief in
1: Washington County was like this nigger coach yo, or whatever? This the nigger fuck. coach. I was like, yo, he went nigger coach on Facebook on vacation. On vacation. Wasn't
0: even in the country. Like, people are just making asses of themselves. And then, and then he came back, has to resign, of course, and puts a message up. Yeah, I didn't mean what I said the other day. I was just upset. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, nah, you meant 100% Put what Put the fucking saying. Dos
1: Equis down. Dog. And get off of Facebook.
0: Them fucking yinglings get you in trouble. <laughs> Holy shit, man. My One of my uh, managers was like, yo, you, because I say nigga all the time. He was like, hey, man, you coming the back and shit, the boss be here, you be saying nigga and this, that. And I'm like, they say it. <laughs> I know damn well he ain't going home talking about. <laughs> yeah, these African-Americans. <laughs> <urbans>. <laughs> and like, It just is what it is. And it's like I'm serious though. Like the, the whole Mike Tomlin shit. That's what you get. You did that to stay out of the window. They want way. him gone. Fan base want his fucking head. That's and that's where picking. A, you have to pick a side because when you choose a side, you're gonna offend somebody. But somebody got your back. But somebody got you. Right now, you are a man without a country. Baby. You just a man without a country exactly. And it, it you know, you you kind of you brought that on yourself. Like, it's just ridiculous, man, all the shit I saw this week. Like, Seattle, perfect example. Where the fuck is that? Oh, the statement that they made? Seattle said we're not coming out for the National Anthem and then released the statement. As a team, we have decided we will not participate in the National Anthem. We will not stand for the injustice that has plagued people of color in this country. Out of love for our country and in honor of the sacrifices made on our behalf, we unite to oppose those that would deny our most basic freedoms. We remain committed in continuing to work towards equality and justice for all. Shannon Sharp, like, that's a statement. I know yes. why they staying in the locker room. I understand what they staying in the locker room for. There ain't no motherfucking guessing with this yeah, shit. Who, what, they, when, where, why, and how. You pick the side. You know what I'm, It just is what it is. But watching these owners the other day, like, I'll I, 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 I was, tee off on Jerry Jones. Dead ass. Because it's like, you can't do that. You can't, like, no. With cowboy boots on. You know. Pranced, no. Uh, pranced out there in the middle of your team. All the – and this – Standing there locking arms is the most ridiculous shit on earth because what you're doing is saying I'm showing solidarity for the NFL players that yeah. I'm I'm part of, the NFL union, everything, because of what Trump said. It, it has nothing to do with the real issue and what's going on. Like, I had to explain this to somebody the other day. He was, due to my job, he was like, all right, Colin Kaepernick kneeled, right, for racial injustice, what do you feel like are the injustices that could change? And I'm like, well, Philando Castile, no conviction. Terrence Crutcher, no conviction. Sandra Bland, Eric Gardner, Mike Brown, Sean Bell, Tamir Rice, Freddie Gray, no Trayvon conviction. Martin. Trayvon Martin, John Crawford, Jonathan Farrell, it, Oscar Grant. You got people who are murdered on camera. Yeah. And fuck, a of them don't even get... Charge! Charge! Don't get past the grand jury system. They don't get past that. Like we ain't even got a prelim. Like, like it's it, it's just like, huh? Eric Garner got choked out on tape, dog. Philando Castillo got shot in a car with his girlfriend and his four-year-old daughter. Like, what? How is that threatening to you? But then I think back on me being a large black man and shit. I, I spoke about it on this podcast before, where a lady hit my car and the cop pulled up and I go to like, talk whoa, to him. He was like, "Yo, relax." I'm like, I am relaxed. Relax some more. I just had a smoothie. I'm relaxed as <laughs> shit. Relax for me, big man. Dead ass. I had a situation where I went shopping in a supermarket and gave a head nod to other black people in a supermarket who happened to be stealing. These motherfuckers came to me like, where are your partners and where are the credit cards? I'm like, first off, my credit horrible. They won't approve <laughs> me for a fucking credit card. Second, I don't have any fucking partners. So I don't know what the fuck you're right. talking about. But dead ass had a whole situation where I'm hemmed up in cuffs because I'm black. Oh, you got to know them. Y'all in their head nod to each other. I'm like... No, that's just what black people do. Right. Like, when I'm down on Walnut Street and I see somebody <laughs> black, I don't be like, yo, What's are that? you stealing? <laughs> oh, no? What's up with you, boy? <laughs> like, no, it don't work like that. But that's the shit. And it's like every black man on Earth, it don't matter if you a fucking parking lot attendant or if you Jay-Z, every black man on the planet got 20 to 25 cop stories he could tell you where he had yeah. somebody in law enforcement doing, saying, or acting on some silly ass shit. That you really just couldn't even fucking understand. Like, I was telling one of my white friends, I'm like, your dad, like, your 58-year-old dad, he's never getting pulled over, and the cops say, turn your car off and put the keys on the roof. (laughs) Like, you don't hear shit like that. But on the flip side, you do. Hands out the car. Yeah, Stephen A. Smith Chronicle,
1: he said he had a situation like that where he literally, like, he's like, hey, you know, I had a situation with the police, I'm in
0: Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
1: New York City, I'm Stephen A. Smith. I get pulled over to one cop, don't have no idea who I am. He's like, so he, you know... Car off, hands out the keys on the roof, hands out the window, the whole everything. Hey, uh, ID, is that okay? Blah blah blah. He said. Luckily, another cop on duty came, saw who, who saw it was me, knew who I was, and let me go. He said. But even then, still, the original cop that pulled me over was still had like a whole hard hard on for like,
0: what you mean? Let him go? Like no? Like yeah. he got something on him? Dog, I remember one of my uh, white homies. He had a he had just bought an Escalade, pulled up. We was going out that night. To him and other white, one of his friends in the passenger seat, I, I jump in the back. Right. We get pulled over on McDade Boulevard, shit, going to get on 476. The cop came up to my window and said, can I see your license? I'm like, I'm not driving this right. shit. Like, what the fuck, you need my license? But let me see your license just to make, you're not on probation. You're holding, you holding these little <laughs> nice white guys <laughs> hostage, aren't you? You're not on probation, are you? It's like, yo, that shit is, it, it's, it's Where's insane. the fifty caliber, Matthew. And it's like a lot And it's, it's not a diss Because I, 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 I got white friends I got white family members yeah. People who aren't of that skin tone That don't have that melanin They can't fathom it They don't understand it it's Because you're not looked at 24-7 as a threat like really? think about this when you black you have to like prove almost to cops yeah. that you're not up to no yeah. good that you're not up to
1: bad. Yeah, that's why I talk to people all the time and i will be like, yo, like I just I've know people that's like leave their r- routinely don't have their ID on them. And I'm like, yo, do you understand what it's like to be a black man in America and know that at any given time you could get locked up for the rest of your life with some shit that you didn't do yeah. and nobody's not going to give a fuck. Like, outside of your immediate circle of your family, yeah. carry a fucking ID so that somebody can readily identify yeah, your I, silly I, ass. I had an
0: old friend who just would never have his ID, and I, I never understood that. Like, so like, you can get locked up for, for the rest of your
1: natural life, being at the wrong place at the wrong time and looking like fucking boosy badass or some shit, and now the fuck you fit the description and you getting locked the fuck up.
0: Real talk, man. Like, it's a goddamn mess. The, uh... I don't. Where, where, you got any else? Anything? I mean,
1: via this whole situation, LeBron uh, went viral. Uh, his, his, the statement that he, I, the, I, the, the I, tweet I ain't that hold he you issued. And
0: I'm a, I'm a LeBron fan. You know that. The video, it, like when he said, "It finally hit me." It's like where you been the last year? Like, <laughs> but that that kind of we we talk about that like the lack of empathy yeah. for people who are at a certain class. Like you speak. You said it before. There are no black leaders that are willing to jump out and take the stand because they know if I die... It's over. Y- y'all ain't riding behind me no. because... And I say it. You're not going to get Jay-Z and Puff to come down on the street and fight with the guy who picks up trash. It's yeah. just not going to happen. Whereas you look back on the civil rights move and everything from the 50s, 60s, everybody was there. Yeah, Everybody was there. Everybody was riding. And it's like, it's not like that now. And it's like, you got dudes who are uber rich, like LeBron, like... I fucked with LeBron because he do a lot. He say a lot. He do a lot of work. But when he said it the other day, like, "Oh, it finally hit me." The Muslim ban that didn't it didn't hit you then? Like, right. you know what I'm saying? The wall didn't when he hit. when he didn't condemn the guys in Charlottesville. When he said those are like fine people, it's like it didn't hit you then. But like he calls out Steph Curry. Now it hits you. Yeah. Oh, you mean to
1: tell me he don't like? He's, he meant you niggas too. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. I thought he was talking about the niggas in Alabama. I thought he meant the niggas that
0: was worth less than two hundred mil.
1: Yeah, like damn. So seven hundred million dollar niggas too. In addition to also, <laughs> fuck all
0: niggas, all you niggas. And when when like, that was my only joint when Bron said that, like it finally hit me. It's like, bruh, it's, it's <laughs> like it hit everyone. Like was <laughs> it just now hitting you? I now, was in the gym. I was playing that, had that T Grizzly shit on. He had you had that know. T Grizzly and Meek shit on. You know how I get man. You
1: heard that new drone, that beef drone, T
0: Grizzly and Meek. That's that shit. You man. know what I'm saying? No.
1: but I was training. You know, I was doing four days, but so I missed the I but, missed but, the message. But, but,
0: but I'm being serious though, and it's like that's kind of where it is. It's like the rich black person. I'm not saying all of them, but I know there has to be some type of almost like entitlement. Like, yeah, it's a it's a disconnect. Exactly. You know? it's, a, it's a disconnect. Because like what Lil Wayne say? Don't don't bother me with that shit, man. Like, did need to know about this flag right here, man? Yeah, I don't. I don't I'm know. I'm this. Black, what Lil Wayne said? I don't know about no Black Lives Matter <laughs> shit, man. Don't don't bother me with that. shit. I know my life matter. And they got mad at Wayne, and I'm like, yo, he, he he's had stretch PT cruisers since he was 14. <laughs> it's, it's a disconnect? Right. He don't understand that.
1: Even when you go, when even when with him going through the whole shit with the gun and all that shit in New York, it still wasn't that bad. Yeah. Compared to like a me or you would have went through it, it wasn't a Khalif Browder story by nah. no fucking means. Like nah. he was in a fucking comfortable ass bunk, get getting head from one of the seals, fucking writing poetry and and getting his mills flown in like a goddamn good Goodfellow for eight months. Real talk. That shit was club mad by all fucking accounts.
0: Oh, yeah. It's like.
1: Take me to the vacation wing of Rikers, Your Honor. Real shit. No problem, Mister <laughs> Mister Dwight. Yo, you know what uh, amazed me? The the not to go too far off. The Forbes list came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it yesterday? Lil Wayne, even in the midst of all the $5 million dollars, I mean, shit.
0: Weezy's a big ass. He's a fucking cash machine. Just the name was too big, so it's like he can always. Head right. He said at one point he was getting like eighty grand a night to DJ. Yeah. Like, yeah, he
1: did like a 30-city tour where he was DJing and performing two songs from the DJ booth, 80 grand. <laughs> that was the cut-down rate. Like, my yeah. man, Javi, was going, he was trying to help me book him for Vanity Grand. He was like, yeah, I could probably get it down to like 65. I'm like, we probably not going to eat for like the still 90s. all the
0: problems with the country. You want to talk about some positive yeah, black people? Yeah, 90s. He, so
1: he's a like. megastar in the 90s, 2000s, and now the 2010s. We're going into 2020, and Lil Wayne is still one of the Top 16, 15 earning people in hip-hop. That's fucking crazy. Uh, His first record came out
0: in 98, it, nationally. It's, it's funny. I, I made the uh, our top five songs, I made them into a playlist. I sent you the joint. Yeah. And uh dude in my job the other day it was like, yeah, man, I was listening to y'all joining. And I seen the playlist, whatever, the link you put on Facebook. And it's like, yeah, I downloaded that joint. And I'm listening to it. And I'm like, I don't think a milli's supposed to be on there. And I'm like... I mean, it wasn't a top five or a top ten. It was, like, our personal favorite right. songs. But I was like, I'll say this about Amelie. The world stopped. Yeah. When that fucking video dropped, like, the world stopped. And he was like, I just I just didn't get it. And then literally it turned into, like, this whole expose <laughs> of us, like, explaining, like, PowerPoint-wise, <laughs> like, how Amelie. Amilly... You see here, and then if you curve over to yeah. here, then you have this. And then... And I, I'm like, dog, a Millie was really a like it was a moment. Like it know,
1: catapulted an album that sold 1.5 million copies the first week. I don't know what I don't know how more in in in, in a non streaming era. I don't know what more we have to what yeah. other exhibit we need. Like there was no purchasing the shit on your phone. Yeah, you had to get your ass up and go to the fucking store. And then he sold another like 700 thousand the second week of some yeah. goofy shit. Like. I wonder what that what that album is at right now. It's probably at like six. Some of probably ones. domestically, probably like six. It yeah. was like four million immediately. Yeah. Like by the end of the summer, it was like four million. It sold like an Eminem album. I'm
0: going to look that up right now. Go ahead. Keep talking about the Forbes list. So
1: Forbes list. Uh, August to August, this was the list. The Forbes hip hop list. Diddy 130, Drake 94, number two. Jay-Z number 342, Dre 34 and a half at number four. It's amazing with Dre because all Dre had was the Defiant Ones, um, probably some residuals from Straight Outta Compton, and uh, his job at fucking Apple. So imagine how much money a year he's making being a – we don't even have a title for him at fucking Apple. So Dre was number four, 34 and a half million. The one that shocked the shit out of me other than Lil Wayne – Number five, Chance the Rapper, $33 million yeah, from August to August. How much is he getting for a fucking show? Holy shit. How much money
0: did he make off the profits of that CD? I remember telling people, I'm like, when Chance donated a million to the Chicago I'm school, like how? I'm like, how? I'm, I'm like, people was on that tip, like, how? I'm like, he got to be making some serious money if he's and, giving up a million. Yeah, he probably. apparently he's making two two
1: $2.8 million a month yeah. <laughs> according to this shit. Uh, number six was Kendrick Lamar, thirty million. Number seven, one of my favorite people in the world, Wiz Khalifa, uh, twenty-eight million. Wiz is another sneaky one that every year twenty to thirty. Like, and it's like I remember back to uh, two thousand and. <laughs> real quick, real quick, real quick.
0: Carter three first day sold four hundred twenty-three thousand. Yeah, records. hard copies. The album sold one point five 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 four five copies. One one point five million in its first week. Another after selling another nine hundred and eighty five thousand in week two and nine hundred and sixty four thousand in week three. So he went like, platinum three the, weeks in a row. What the fuck, fuck He went
1: platinum three weeks in a row. So if you don't understand Jeez. that a milli is one of the biggest records of ever, like Lollipop and a milli, two of the I think Lollipop is like ten million now. So six hundred and ninety
0: seven thousand a week after that. It was two, It was 2008's best-selling album. By so, the so end of 2008, it was already at 3 mil. Like, certified pl- triple platinum. That's nuts. That's that's crazy. Damn. And mind you, 2008, a lot of shit dropped. Paper Trail, fucking... What's Jeezy? Uh, the Recession. Um, recession was right after... Uh, for Paper Trail and Recession was right after Carter Rick group. Ross, Trilla came out. Uh, Kanye, uh, the joint Love Lockdown. That was my shit. 808s and Heart 808's, Heartbreaks. Like was, 808s and Heartbreaks. That was... 808s and
1: Heartbreaks was november of that year so that was the end of the year uh rick ross album was like the first hip-hop album that came out the year came out around march
0: yeah that's why i say february march
1: um but yeah i mean i I don't know why we have to keep like schooling (laughs) y'all like about this little wayne shit like he at at a time seven singles that were
0: certified platinum from that album
1: yeah all all 16 or whatever songs on the album charted yeah that was, like, the first time that shit ever happened or some shit like that. Like, every al- every song on the album hit Billboard 100. Like, yeah. s- like absurdity. Lollipop
0: shit. is, what, 10 million ringtones or some shit like that now? Shit was in the top 10 on Billboard uh, top rap albums in October of 2009. Like, damn.
1: Yeah. I mean I don't know. I don't know what to tell. you. like people seem to have decided that they want to like erase the little Wayne era from like hip hop for some reason like I don't know what it is like spurred by but you can't like it's too much su- it's literally littered with too much success. And if Drake is your favorite artist now then I mean you it's it's due to little Wayne. Yeah. Like somebody tried to argue a couple weeks ago that like Drake would have been Drake and Nicki would have been them without Yeah, that was a dumb without show without little Wayne and I'm like yeah, but no. I said, because Drake wasn't Drake when he got over there. When when Jazz Prince brought him over there, it was the raw talent of this guy rap, this guy sing, but the ability wasn't there. He was fucking terrible. He figured that shit out by spending all that time with Wayne so much so that when he initially got there, he was on the road singing Mrs. Officer on the Carter three tour. They didn't know what the fuck Drake was going to be. Yeah. They didn't know if it was going to be Trey songs or be little Wayne. Yeah. They hadn't figured that shit out yet, but collectively Wayne and Cortez created that, what he is, his magnum opus at the time, so far gone, came under the tutelage of Wayne. Yeah. Wayne's on there with three times or whatever, four, I believe. That's what I'm saying.
0: It's like that shit. The no, I got to be unstoppable. He's on the freestyle with ignorant shit. He's on the joint with Bun B, successful, successful. He's on it four or five times. That's yeah. what I'm saying. So it's
1: like, who the damn
0: that mixtape was
1: good. Who the fuck has five Little Wayne features
0: as an indie artist? Nobody. That's who. I'm saying like, prior like this, this is my thing. When Drake and Nicki Minaj get awards, get record certifications, they thank Little Wayne. Get anything, <laughs> they come out of their faces and say, "Without Little Wayne, we wouldn't be here." Yeah. So I'm never going to say that without Little Wayne they would be there. When they don't say it, it's just stupid. Yeah. It's a stupid argument because the perception is that. People look at Drake
1: from so far gone forward, mm-hmm. so projecting they feel like, oh, based off of so far gone, he would have been what he would have been. But no, if there isn't room for improvement and then comeback season, and Little Wayne, I mean, a lot of people just
0: don't know about
1: all him. in the mix
0: of I've, that I've, I've development. That the other day too, um, we go up so we the uh, you know Jay Z turned down performing at the Super yeah. Bowl, and the first maybe the first or second. Posts I saw on Instagram just right before I clicked my. I, I just saw so much stupid shit. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Tell them, Hov, you don't need that bread. Relax. They don't pay people <laughs> yeah. to perform at the Super Bowl. It's not even yeah. about that. It's like, but I I watched the way the Super Bowl performances happen. Remember Katy Perry brought Missy out? Yeah. Motherfuckers really thought Missy was, like, some new a artist. A new artist, yeah. They were showing tweets and Facebook posts like, oh, wow, this Missy Elliott is a hell of a performer. I'm going to look for her music. Like, they didn't know who she was. Like, Missy been around since 96. Doing that. <laughs> doing that. Yeah, doing that
1: same shit. One of the most prolific songwriters,
0: producers in the history of music. And y'all don't know who the fuck she is. And that's just how, like, white the Super Bowl can be. Yeah. How white football can be at times. You know what I mean? But, uh... Yeah, the Forbes list, is it's 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 inspiring to see multiple black people take down that much cash. It's like, that's dope. Yeah. Drake really out here doing 100 mil in a year. That's
1: crazy. Yeah, Drake, I mean, Drake, I'm sure the majority of that money came. He probably had a crazy tour in advance from uh, Live Nation, yeah. but he just had the biggest tour in hip-hop history, so he's all right. Yeah. He, I'm sure he's recouped his money or whatever. Um, had an American leg and a European
0: leg, so he's good. He's good out here. He's straight.
1: Yeah, so I mean... It's just crazy to see the amounts of money. Pitbull number eight twenty seven million. DJ Khaled number nine twenty four million. What's Future Runner? Future twenty three. Um, Kanye West twenty two. Birdman twenty. <laughs> Still getting them checks. Yo. Bird brain. <laughs> J Cole nineteen. In a quiet year. Swiss Beats fourteen. His uh. His Bally uh, collection, that's probably wrong. This number probably is wrong because if, if he had 14 main should have been lower on the list. But Swiss Beats uh, did a collection with Fashion House Bally that's out now and like, all the Saks Fifth Avenues and shit like that. It's like a Saks exclusive. Shit is actually really dope, and it's art-inspired, and um, he just came out with that. Swiss Beats is fucking designing Aston Martins and like all types of like crazy yeah. shit, and he's huge in the art world also. Um. So, Swiss Beast was 14, Snoop Dogg, 16.5, Nicki Minaj, 16, Lil Wayne, 15.5. I Nicki's the only woman on there. Yeah, McLemore and Ryan Lewis, 11.5, same thing for Rick Ross, and Lil Yachty, number 20, 11 million. So, as uh, QC stated a couple months ago, Lil Yachty just made 16 million in, in 18 months. There's the proof, apparently, verified by uh, by Forbes. Yeah, if he's doing 11 in a year, 16 in a year. So yeah. Sounds about right. So, I mean, like like Matt said, the uh, the Forbes list is definitely, you know, it's dope, something to see. Um, it's very inspirational to see, you know, Diddy did 130. He sold another chunk of Sean John to fucking Macy's. And I'm like, number one, you still have Sean John because that's how much it's not in, like, the mainstream mm-hmm. thought process anymore. And then number two, it's worth how much money if you just sold – a. for 57 million or whatever the fuck the case may be. And then he has a phenomenal deal, obviously with Ciroc. Um, they just keep expanding that product line. He owns 50% of that company outright. And then, um, they just branded one of the studios at hot 97, as Ciroc studios. So they're like,
0: about to just start. Yeah, I seen the Soraka uh, Jones all over the yeah, place. So they, yeah, so I guess
1: they' about to start like acquiring, like you know, real estate, so to speak, with uh, via sponsorship or whatever. Y'all
0: can turn this into the Sorak Studio yeah, if we'll, you want. We'll bub, definitely take a Sorak we'll, sponsorship. You know it's already blue. You yeah, ain't got to do much. Get rid of this goddamn water. <laughs> but you want to talk about Cardi hit number one at all?
1: Cardi B hit number one. Um, they had like a mass marketing campaign to push the record from two to one, which is what the fuck you need to push a record from two yeah. to one. Um she's the first woman to debut a uh, number one single, not debut.
0: Well, to first woman to do it solo.
1: To do it solo since with solo, no features since Lauryn Hill 1998 doo-wop, that thing. Um, It's a huge accomplishment because the shit doesn't happen, obviously, but every 20 fucking years. So it's definitely a huge accomplishment. Nicki Minaj, I believe, has been number one before, but maybe as a featured artist or with a feature. Nicki's never been number one. Never been number one. She's
0: been number two. Her biggest song was Anaconda. Okay. Uh, Nicki, she's been number two a bunch of times. Yeah. Number three, four, all that shit. She never never had a solo number one. She... yeah, she's never she's never had another one, I don't think. Yeah, no.
1: Right. Man. So um so this is like uh, you know, obviously a big deal. With any type of measure of success, you know, the haters come out of the woodwork. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um so now it's like Azalea Banks, who's the the undisputed number one hater in America, like she hates on everything. She wants to kick Russell Crowe's ass for no reason at all. Azealia, at a hotel party. Azelia
0: Banks is a punching bag. Yeah. Like she just likes punishment. She just likes yeah. I think she's just one of those people. She's
1: a horrible bitter woman. And um, she just went on a whole, like, IG rant about Cardi and you didn't write the record. And because you're a Latina, you got this additional push because uh, black men fetishize uh, Latina women. So you got to push and blah, blah, blah. They never pushed Nikki Foxy or Lil' Kim like that. And it's just like a whole big-ass thing. And honestly, she has some valid points. But at the same time, it's like, we don't want to hear that shit from you is the main thing. It's like... You're kind of an asshole, not kind of you're very much so an asshole. Um, you know, you cry wolf a lot. Yeah. You cry victim a lot. Um, you hate on people a lot like unprovoked and it's like instead of like focusing on your craft and making the best records, she has like this woe is me fucking attitude to the point where she's banned from Twitter. Like, she's not allowed to have a Twitter account. Really? Yeah, she's done. Oh, wow. For fucking verb being verbally abusive continually to various, like, celebrities and, like, people that was, like, following her and shit. So it's like, sis, you might have a point. You might not. We don't know because it's you, and we're not about to sit here and spend all this motherfucking time talking to a hater yeah. about somebody that's successful. But much success to Cardi. This is absolutely a big deal. What I'm more interested in than anything is – what are you going to do next? Yeah. Because the number one record this early is almost like a gif and a curse. And it's like, hey, if you don't come with the the right record, they're going to be calling you a one-hit wonder. Yeah. So she got to come with a record. Like, you know they itching to send you back. They right back to the strip club. Be right back. And I in. even
0: turn like, she, she annoys me with the whole <laughs> talking and shit. But I, I like her. I like right. what she, you know, like seeing her be that happy, crying and yeah. like, that's dope as shit. To see her do, and it's, it's wild. as like I was saying to them, like, damn, there really have been no like all the shit Missy did didn't hit one. Day. It was like they consider that pop. I'm like, oh, okay, well, yeah. If we talk about just female rappers, yeah, it's been pretty terrible mm-hmm. since Lauren mm-hmm. Hill. So it's like, all right, yeah, it makes sense. Cool. Like, definitely Cardi. Uh, congrats to Cardi though. Hell yeah. Um, all right, we got we got two ways we can go with this. We can go, uh, ghetto nigga street shit, or yeah, I want I want to go ghetto nigga street shit. Okay, good. All right, so
1: for the second time in 2017, uh, Young Dolphin, uh, one of my favorite artists, has been shot at. This time, he was actually hit. So contrary to popular belief, he is not bulletproof. He got shot in the ass at the valet at the Lowe's Hotel. And apparently a close friend of Yo Gotti, who was seen in a zillion pictures with this nigga over the last few years, uh, 43-year-old, what the fuck is his name? Uh, Old face guy Whatever He looked like One of Birdman cousins Or some shit like that He fucking shot uh, Dolph in his ass And uh He's expected to survive his wounds or whatever, but he is not bulletproof. The
0: funniest meme is the one with Gotti at the breakfast club, and they like, when he finds out Dolph ain't dead, we, again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they had him. They had another one that's with Yo Gotti in the Lambo,
1: and he was like, get him, loser. We're going to kill young Dolph for oh, real yeah. this time. Had Where this did that come from, get
0: in, loser shit? Oh, fuck
1: it. It might be fast. Is it Fast than
0: the Furious? I seen a bunch of them on Twitter. <laughs> get in, loser. I seen one where it was the clips of the car. I was like, get in, loser. <laughs> We're going to South cocaine. <laughs> so
1: it's like this whole shit, it's, like, it's, it's to the point where now it has to get squashed because it's too hot now. Like, black youngster got a fucking pending case. Uh, young Dolph is shot in the ass. Old Head is probably going to jail for this shit that he pulled. Uh, they let Yo Gotti off the hook. He's no longer a person of interest because they found the shithead who did it. Because he unloaded on the nigga in a fucking Lowe's hotel, a multi-million-dollar corporation driveway at the yeah. valet. Oh shit, yo, that's Young Dolph. Bang, 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 bang. Then I, ran into the equivalent of Broad people, and Walnut.
0: That's why I said on am I've seen people like, <laughs> why would Dolph get shot or shot at? They always got get a person quick. of interest. I'm like, that's because the niggas be shooting at him on market. Yeah, every
1: time. It's 50,000 people at fucking CIAA. You pulled a yopper out. And, <laughs> and let off a bean. And let a bean off. Like, didn't nobody see me? Yes, they did. And you did it in a van that you rented in your name. Some sh- like some shit, like, I'm all for street culture, whatever case may be, I come from that. But goddamn street niggas, like, at some point, we gotta, like, just look at shit for what it is and be like, hey, you can't fault me because I'm beefing with world's dumbest criminals, yeah. like, I can't, you can't call me a snitch because I'm dealing with the world's dumbest fucking criminals. Like, that's nut shit.
0: It's like, you know, it's a difference from shooting somebody on 21st in Cambria and 5th in Market. It's just a whole different yeah. ballgame. You're
1: going to Yeah, deal my with. my man killed somebody on motherfucking 3rd in Market in front of fucking Blue Like, he's doing life. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you typically get life for shit like that. Like, you can't do that. You can't shoot somebody in fucking in the middle of Manhattan in Times Square. Like some shit is just like, no, he deserved to go to. You know what I'm saying sometimes you gotta sit your ass down and yeah. regroup and come back with another fucking formula because the one that you had
0: is what landed you here. You saw the two guys who shot the guy on a 15th in Spring Garden. They had the tape on the news in like 30 minutes. Open and shut case, it's, nigga. There's nothing around. <laughs> it. It's like. It's just too These much. These niggas ratting. <laughs> it's just too much against you. Too much around here. Uh, I'll say this because we talk about all the time like hip hop going back to where it was at back in the day with all the violence and all that shit. And it's like, you know, like it. Dolph's music has gotten a lot better. Yes. It's like absolutely. every time he goes through some crazy shit, the music is just better <laughs> yeah. and better. Because I didn't even like him at first, but his music has become real good. So who knows? The, the next album might be dope. You know might be saying? a masterpiece. Might be, might be another <laughs> hot one. You know what I mean? But uh, you know, hope he pulls through. You don't want to see nobody die. You yeah. know, what I'm saying
1: that's all. Dumbass, hitman, holler yesterday. You get donkey of the day. Oh yeah. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> yeah. just got word that a uh, young Dolph didn't pull through. Damn. R.I.P. Like dog. No, you're the only one reporting this. Yeah, double XL, double XL, and Complex are both like, no. We just talked to Dolph's people. He's fine. Like the rumors <laughs> of his death are completely false. Simple as shit. Like, <laughs> I don't even know what that
0: was. Like, you don't check two, three sources for you fucking tweet that? Oh, my, my y'all weird, well, my you weird <laughs> for the week is uh, Sarah Huckleby, the uh, press secretary from the White House. Yeah. Took over for shiz, Sean Spicer and yeah. shit. Sure. Sarah Huckleby the other day addressing the fucking media at the White House said about the NFL protests. Did you see it? No. Oh, my God. She said they're having such an issue with police and police brutality. They need to protest the police and not the American flag. Charlamagne was like, "Play that one more time." <laughs> like, like, I really can't believe she think but that's really how shout out they are. Like they really think it's a it's a protest against the right. flag and the the military. Yep, it's a flag issue. Real quick, uh since we we, we I don't know how much more time we got here. I'm like, where are we at? Okay, cool. Oh, yeah, we good. Uh, did you see the town hall meeting?
1: I saw parts of oh, it. Oh, my God. I heard it was hot fire. It was hot fire. <laughs> men
0: men, hot. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Uh, CNN put together a town hall and Anderson Cooper. Um, he had Spike Lee, Hines Ward, this dickhead reverend. I can't remember his name. Uh, the white guy, uh Boyer, that told Ka- Kaepernick to kneel instead of sit. Via satellite, he had Doug Baldwin and uh, Michael Bennett. And... In the crowd, it was like people asking questions. It was almost like a uh, when the presidential candidates debate. and They gotcha. started taking questions from the field and shit like that. And the, the the people in the crowd, like they were military vets and people who got family there and people who got kids and you know, all this stuff. And the, the one white guy, man, stood up. Mind you his wife is holding this big-ass picture of his son. His son uh, got killed in a... I believe Afghanistan, like a suicide bomber or something like that, and he's t- talking to Spike Lee, and he's like you, you 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 got these guys that are protesting against that flag, and that flag represents freedom and liberty, you know the things we fight for, the things we go over there, and my son lost his life for, and he was like, yeah, but the, the thing and the fact of the matter is is like those things don't happen for black people here. That's what the protest for. Right. The protest isn't to disrespect your son. I, we appreciate your son." We appreciate you. We appreciate anyone who's in the military, anyone who's willing to give up their time to go over there and fight. And do, we appreciate you. Right. It's not that though. That's not what this is about. So then the guy told Spike Lee because Spike Lee was like, "You want to see all these these owners coming down now to kneel and hold arms and pro? You want to see things stop? Give Kaepernick a job? Dude right. told uh." Spike Lee, like, why don't you put him in a movie? Since you' are so worried about getting a job, I'm like, all right, yeah, this shit is dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what the like, fuck? Like, like yo, is 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 I my joint is like, do we ever see, do, like, what happens next? That's my joint. Man. Like and, now, and what? we
1: still don't have an answer to that. We still don't. And, it's and, like, cause
0: y'all not gonna come out this week in the NFL and do all that shit.
1: No. Now what? Hey, uh, hey, hey, it's going to be meetings all the way. Hey, niggas, uh, we gave you a sh- little shot last week. Pull that shit again. You're all fired. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Sharp. I ain't going to be out there with you at motherfuck- babysitting you motherfuckers every week. So You, you niggas going to catch that pigskin <laughs> this week, and that's it. You're going to shut the fuck up. You're going to have a good-ass time. You know what I'm saying? And, and that going to be that. You, know you, you
0: want to talk about some basketball shit real quick?
1: Definitely. Uh, the biggest uh, issues uh, of the week, not necessarily issues, but topics of the week. Basketball, mellow to OKC, D-Wade to the land. What does this mean?
0: Uh, the Warriors in three. <laughs> it's, just, it's just that real. Like, this is this is my joint. And I I, I said this the other day, the Warriors, this, this, what we're watching from 14, 15 to right now, it's the best team in basketball history. It might be the best team in sports history. Right. I've never seen anything like this in my life where the whole entire league has been flipped upside down. Yeah. You got an offseason now where Paul George, Carmelo Anthony, Dwayne Wade, Isaiah Thomas, Kyrie Irving, Gordon Haywood, Chris Paul, who else went to—you're talking about perennial all-stars. Switch teams. Not on the teams <laughs> they were on last year. And none of them have a shot. Niggas taking pay cuts and everything. <laughs> I've never seen anything like Nobody that. Nobody has a shot. <laughs> never. I think, mean... about, think about how wild this shit is. OKC, who literally just got rid of Oladipo. They got rid of Cantor. They got rid of McDermott. They bring in Mellow. They bring in Hoodie Mellow. They bring in... Uh, Paul George in a fucking attempt to get Russell Westbrook to sign a fucking extension and hopefully Paul George will stay past the one year where a lot of people have already said he's going to the motherfucking Lakers. Right. They do all of this shit and probably aren't going to win a championship. And when it's all said and done, Melo's going to be gone, Paul George might be gone, and, and Westbrook Russell might Westbrook be might be yeah. gone. Cleveland just got rid of Kyrie Irving, who was supposed to be their next dude. like LeBron was supposed to pass him the keys when he got fucking yeah. done. Kyrie Irving left. You bring in Isaiah Thomas. You bring in Dwayne Wade. You pick up Drake Crowder in that you, trade. You, you, you pick up Jay Crowder. You bring in Derrick Rose. You do all of this shit. Ky- Kyrie is gone And LeBron might leave next year yeah. And now y'all have No fucking standouts yeah, you're, you're gonna be praying To get Michael Porter Jr.
1: With the open number one overall pick That you got from Brooklyn
0: And 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 through all of this shit It's the Warriors in three Yeah Like I've never seen that in my life
1: Because here's the thing People I've are, never people seen are so life. enamored That's how good the Warriors are And how much better they got. People are so enamored with all this shit that's going on in the NBA. And what y'all don't realize is the Warriors added two guys who shoot 40% a clip from three-point. They got better at what they already do. Mm -hmm. So now those minutes that fucking Ian Clark and all them was playing, now Swaggy P is playing the minutes. Or Caspi is playing those fucking minutes. Mm -hmm. Oh, and by the way, they got the fucking steal of the draft in Jordan Bell from Oregon. Another undersized center who can handle the ball and can spell Draymond Green or play with him. Warriors in three. Warriors in three.
0: And, and they signed Iggy back. That that was the part to me. It's like, for the Warriors, coming up on all those max deals, I thought for sure they was going to lose at least Iggy or Livingston. They kept them both. Kept both of them. It's just like, what?
1: You have the best three-point shooters in the league, top to bottom. You have the best mid-range shooter in the league,
0: and in in Sean Livingston followed by Steph. Like you got Draymond Green and Iggy who are fucking great defenders. Yeah. Iggy has a fucking Finals MVP to prove the yeah. shit. I just don't even And you got Durant it. playing defense better than ever. You know what I seen today? I saw somebody put a list on uh the Twitter about the best finishers Oh, the best game. clutch players. And Philadelphia's, like, loyalty to Philadelphia Natives is ridiculous because Waiters was on the list and Kawhi Leonard wasn't. He was number four.
1: I mean, he's one of the best finishers in the league. Kawhi Leonard's the
0: second best. Probably. But,
1: like, the whole issue started about D. Wade. And the fact that Max Kellerman, a sports figure who's who's I have a, a tremendous amount of respect for, and just the way that he thinks and the way he articulates things and all that shit, and he's very straightforward with the way that he delivers his points. And he said that he would take late-game Wade at 97 years old over Harden and Clay, And I'm saying... I don't care what party that James Harden is in a rush to get to. I, I, don't, gonna, care. I don't care man. what chick that James Harden got texted his phone mid game. I'm still taking him over Dwayne Wade at the end of the game. Um, and my man pulled out the clip of Dwayne Wade beating Sacramento, and I'm like, yeah, Deion had eight of those last year. I mean, Wade is Wade. Like, remember Never Die Alone? We thought Kobe was Kobe. 250 remember, grand remember, is always good. Remember when remember when 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 ESPN ranked Kobe like number ninety seven, and then we found out he should have been ranked number three hundred and four? It's like it's like that
0: sort of thing. Oh no, I'm not <laughs> arguing that Wade is past his prime. I'm it's am not over. I'm not denying. It. But last year Wade played very he played well. He played. Very yeah, but well. on a bad team, somebody got a team get wasn't the- that bad though. They made the playoffs in the East. It wasn't like they was awful. The, the Heat didn't make the playoffs, did they? They missed by like a game. That's what I'm saying. And Dion missed x amount of games.
1: Their best player missed x amount of games.
0: I ain't gonna hold you. The motherfuckers were saying, "Oh, you know." I even made jokes about it. I like Wade on the fucking Cavs. I like that a lot. Wade last year. Yeah, he's like, only got to play 28 minutes. This, but that's the thing. You look at Wade last year, I think Wade did like 18, 5, and 4. Yeah. It's like, if they I, if, if if it was me, I'd put him on the bench. Having D. Wade, think about this. Look at who you had coming off the bench last year. It was fucking Darren, the, Williams. Darren Williams <laughs> and Kyle fucking Korver.
1: That, that two was dead men. Two dickheads. No, it's definitely an upgrade over what. They have, but my, my thing still, is, Wayne
0: Wade can still create. That's what I'm saying. We think he can. I saw him do it last year, a lot. right? But do you ever, do you ever have those
1: situations where you see a player and they older and they playing over their head, and then the one summer they come back, and then it's like, oh shit, they got older shit. Like I mean, they Rose, aged in like seven years
0: yeah, over the summer. Yeah, like. Rose. <laughs> Aging in dog years They showed Derrick Rose the other day No <laughs> bullshit I thought it was the nigga From Unforgettable With French Mountain <laughs> I was like Who the fuck is that it was, That's Derrick Rose That's Buzz from The Wire I'm like oh, Who the shit? fuck is that I ain't peeped That was D But it's like I like Wade On the Cavs I like that a lot yeah, I, was, I think I, the Cavs Are gonna go to these Conference Finals I mean I feel like They're gonna win the man, Eastern Finals Yeah that's
1: a fucking shoein in So it's like it, I think that Boston Has one more Card to play because they got, still got so many fucking assets. Like, yeah. they got one more card to play. They're gonna flip Al Horford or some shit with a pick or whatever. And they're gonna fuck around and get Demarcus Cousins. And then you're gonna be like, holy shit, Cleveland, y'all did all this for nothing. Because I'm taking Kyrie, uh, Gordon Hayward, and them young boys with Demarcus Cousins um, over Cleveland. I
0: don't know if Demarcus Cousins is just like.
1: Or some, si- something about DeMarcus Cousins should just be off. You no, know, he's definitely always off. Like it,
0: it's like, <laughs> and but then you look at his numbers, and it's like twenty eight, ten, and five. Yeah, but it'd be twenty eight, <laughs> ten, and five with like a bunch of bullshit around <laughs> it. And that's what people don't realize. Like when we was AI fans growing up, we was AI fanatics. It's like, yo, AI lead the league in scoring. It's like, yeah, AI took ninety five million shots this year. AI shot thirty nine point eight seven percent from the field. You look at like Russell Westbrook (laughs) this past year, leading league in scoring. Russell Westbrook had four hundred more attempts than number two. That's four hundred attempts. If you shooting twenty (laughs) five times a game, that's an extra (laughs) fifteen games. (laughs) That's a lot. Like how the fuck did you get a hundred games in? Whenever yeah, I got eighty-two, yep. it's like that's a <laughs> lot of attempts, and it, you know, so it's it, it's always like second-level statistics. Yeah, people will tell you, you know, LeBron's the number one scorer in playoff scorer in playoff history, and then the Jordan stands and be like, "Well, Jordan did it in less games." Yeah, but the secondary stat is that LeBron did it in less field goal attempts. Right. So it's like it's always it's going to always be a, a give and take. Yeah, it's just one of them things. Me personally, I like Wade on. The 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 it's a perfect the fit. Land. I like I ain't go When I saw the starting five picture the other day from the Thunder, I'm like, I like this starting five. Yeah, because I I, Melo's I playing the four. I already liked them. Going into the season with just Paul George, just having Paul George and Roberson on the wing for defense. Yeah. Having Melo down in the fucking box now, though, with fucking Adams is dope. Yeah. Because Roberson doesn't have to shoot now. Yeah. Roberson's going to be zero for zero every game he plays. And they got uh, Patrick Patterson, a 3-4-5, yeah. who, who play
1: all three positions, come off the bench or whatever, shoot the three, all that shit. They definitely going to be an interesting team to watch, but they still have 54, game, 54 wins and a second-round exit is my prediction for OKC. Yeah. They're going to fuck around and get tripped up by Houston on some bullshit. Like, I'm saying and that's another thing. Houston might got one more chip to play. Like, you never know. Like, DeMarcus Cousins is out there. They say he's not, but Anthony Davis is available. To, you know what I'm saying? To be had the, for the right fucking combination of picks or whatever the fuck. Somebody going to get fuck around and get Anthony Davis. Um, depending on how the Lakers go, they got Contavious, Caldwell, Pope, shit like that. So it's just like. There's players out there that you know that can be gotten that can add to one of these already very very good teams, but Golden State in three. Yeah, definitely, good. definitely Warriors in three. Uh, you got anything else you want to discuss? Um, we talked about Dolph. Uh, we talked about fifty. I mean, we kind of like ran through everything that
0: I cared about anyway. Um, do we have any questions? Uh, just that first one I already asked you. Nothing else that's like significant.
1: So overall Going back to like Part of this Trump shit and the NFL shit Where are you personally at With the NFL right now
0: It's funny It's like I see people like Oh I'm boycotting the NFL And then I would be like Alright And then what I mean You know Like <laughs> you ain't fucking with me. And it's like All right, but, like, there has to be more. And that's what I think people are missing. It's like, Kaepernick didn't just say, yo, I'm taking a knee because, you know, we getting bullshit done to us out here. Kaepernick then turned around and put his time, his money, and all of his efforts into the fucking situation. And it's like, I was telling my sister and my girl this today, I see thumb activists on Instagram. Well, not anymore, but Twitter and all it. You know, all social media in media in general. Thumb activists... You know, I'm gonna make this post. It's gonna be crazy. Get all these likes and have people going nuts. But then you log out, and you be back in bullshit. Yeah. It's like you you can't. I said it earlier. You can't toe the line. Like me, I want betterment for Black people. I want betterment for every for everyone. I live my life and conduct my life in a certain manner that's positive, that's productive. Right. You understand what I'm saying? I've been doing a lot more reading. I'm just trying to stay away from silliness and focus more on the things that I want to do and things that I want to have happen in my life, my family's life, my you know my friends, everything. You, if you're not willing to at at least even conduct your own self and your own life in a better way, you can't turn around and then complain (laughs) about not, you know what I'm saying, not seeing better, not having things better. And a, a lot of people I see on a daily basis have children. And they they just do dumb shit. Like we talked about it last night, my sister was she was like, yeah. Me and my friends were cracking up when y'all was talking about the uh, the lady on the bus. You was like, yeah. Speaking of wolves, the lady on the bus. <laughs> and then uh, I was like, yeah. The lady was trying to fight, and her kids was piping her up. Yeah. And she was like, yeah. And Chad talking about some, yeah. She on some nut shit, mom. It's whatever. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. It's like you can't be doing that, and then turn around. Oh, we don't got this, so we, you know, this. Right. It's like no, it don't work like it's that. Disingenuous. It's disingenuous. It's disingenuous for, for, for completely.
2: Yeah.
0: My thing is. I said it before. I, I I don't think it gets better because there are people just don't want to do it. Yeah, it's like putting the work in for anything. You know, for anything. You know, I want to I want to do this, get this job. I want to, you know, get this studio off the ground. Whatever the fuck it is, you got going on. People really just don't be putting in the work.
1: Yeah, people want to talk about what they about to do, and I'm thinking about doing this, and they want to formulate them ideas and never actually take the time to put the work in to act on this shit. Like it's, Gary Vaynerchuk it, says all the time, the reason why most
0: people aren't successful is because they're completely full of fucking shit. Full of it. Like, I, I keep it a being with you. I cut friends off. Friends. I'm talking about lifelong friends. because You just want to be on bullshit. Right. I can't do it. I can't. I got too many things I want to do. Too many things is going on. Too, it's too much life out here. Me and you had an extensive conversation yesterday talking about the money. And, it, you know, don't be a slave to it. Yeah. But... Understand that it's it's a lot of
1: opportunity. If you create enough of it, you can you can change your life and the lives of those around
0: you if you create enough capital. I got I got two books that I'm really fucking with. Charlemagne's book and I got uh the mental game of poker. But I I, I tell you a little, Charlemagne was talking about like you know his whole thing is black privilege. Opportunity comes to those who, who, who make it. Yeah. And it's like, yo, that shit is real. I see people who literally get up one of the greatest fucking quotes from this show ever. The average young man is waking up every day. (sighs) Nobody killed me yesterday. Bet. Who can I finesse? All right, who can I get over on today? I got $20. Rashawn owe me $5. So I got $25. I'm going to get me a perk. I'm going to get a big-ass nickel out. I'm I'm going to get something to eat from the poppy. And hopefully my man uh, let me slide when I go to grab this juice. And and I'm going to hope for the best. (laughs) And that's how motherfuckers is. But motherfuckers don't even be peeping this aspect of life. Let's say you wake up tomorrow, right, completely productive, completely positive. And then you do that the next day. Be more positive and more productive than you were yesterday. And then do that tomorrow and be more productive and more positive than you were today. Six months, a year from now. You've been doing that. You know what I'm saying? Who knows where you could be at? People don't even realize how fast things change. Yeah, absolutely. How quick things flip. But you don't realize it because you stuck doing stupid shit or worried about stupid shit or worried about bullshit. I seen a chick the other day on the phone going off about her Instagram. About some comment that a chick left I did ass at the bus stop because I was sitting there watching the shit. And she's literally calling multiple people. Yeah, you see what that nut ass bitch said on my post? Did the fuck out of here? Like, I don't know. Like, I blocked that bitch. Da-da-da-da-da. All right, yeah, I'll call you back. Call the next person. Yo, you seen this bitch wrote on my... And I'm just like, why are you putting this much energy and this much time? Like, you could be reading, you could be learning some shit. You, you, like, it's so much stuff you could be doing other than that bullshit. And I feel like that's more so... Charlamagne talked extensively about the whole social media yeah. shit and how he doesn't put the shit on his phone and stays away from this and that's and that third because he, like, yo, it's it's draining. Yeah. It's literally draining. And I, I've noticed it, like... There be days where I go in there and I don't even be feeling no type of way, but I see a bunch of bullshit and my whole joint be negative. Yeah. Turn around and just wanna be on some stupid shit. Yeah, it's mental fucking poisoning
1: because it's like, yo, you go, if something negative happens on Instagram, you gonna see that same post ten thousand times on your motherfucking feed. And you're gonna see people underneath it, send me this, And it's just like, yo, it's just the fucking trauma aspect of it. Like there's certain shit I don't wanna see.
0: I don't wanna see nobody get their fucking head blown off. Like. I Real don't want to sure. see that shit. Like. And I, I see people, Well, when I was out, like, I would see people, like, I know for a fact you live for this. You got 22,000 posts. Right. I know you live, you live for this. For this, this. Shit. You literally live for this. You wake up beyond this. You go to sleep, you be on this. Like, yeah. this is what you focus on. But it's like, yo, let's let's focus on something a little bit better. Let's focus on this. Let's focus on that. And that, that's the part that fucks me up. I seen a, a, a weird-ass joint the other day said, uh... Men can't have group chats, and having a group chat is like, oh, it's for nothing but gossip. And it'd be like, nah. I don't. I, I, maybe it's, we just weird. Yeah. But I'm like, I, I'm like, I'm in a group chat a, a couple, a lot of group chats. But I'm like, our main two joints that we got, we only talk about trying to figure out this situation. Like the fact that Love and Carl come to us, like yo, what y'all need to do is turn it into the realest network. Yeah. Ever and do it like xyz and boom 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 and we yeah. really trying to strategize we talking put-
1: about business ideas and how to and, and how to be, empower each other how to make ourselves better as men like so just like the notion of here's a, here's the problem with niggas and this going and this going to put a put a nice pretty bow on this shit the problem with niggas <laughs> is that They think that whatever they see or whatever they come in immediate contact with is all that there is. So if all you're doing is using your group chat for gossip and for ho shit, you're going to think that that's all everybody's using it for because you can't see past your own immediate circle of friends and your immediate surroundings to say, hey, if I just jump. Over fucking Warrington Avenue and walk over here to Whippy.
0: It's yeah. a whole new world over here. Like, what if you leave Dickerson? What if you leave and, your block? And, and get down to Snyder. It's a whole other motherfucking part of the city. Yeah. It's just- God forbid you leave your
1: city. Yeah, Like, you got to think. We dealing with motherfuckers. Philly is the most provincial city in America. The people don't leave. It's a fact It's statistical They've done social studies On this shit The motherfucking people Don't leave You have people In Philly That are from South Philly That never been uptown Yeah You have people uptown Who've never been to South Philly You have people in North Philly Who have never been to the Northeast Yeah And it's like
0: Oh my It's pulling teeth No you be surprised I have motherfuckers I, I like Yo take me to, I, have to, I gotta go pick my wheel up Or pick something up Take, take me down here real quick I'll fill your tank up Alright how I get down there It <laughs> I said take me to 34th and Market. What <laughs> the fuck you mean? How you get down there? Like what? You'd have thought in I was... seven minutes. That's how you get down there. What do you mean? Yeah, pick, shit, a, pick a root. That shit is real. Motherfuckers really don't go to the other part of the city. They don't.
1: So it's like, so you got to realize that a lot of these conversations that you be have that we be having just in general, with are with brain dead motherfuckers mm. that just don't get it. And they just think that whatever they immediately see or come in contact with is like the Bible on everything. So they chastise and they put their, they push their insecurities in their Unknowings of things onto people about that in a in a manner in which to try to the vol- vol- give it validity as a fact when it's just their dumbass reality yeah. like it is a fact to you but our dumbass your dumbass reality don't coincide with mine and scene. yeah. And, and that's just really what it comes down to. And it's just, I see so much of that shit, and I'm like, ah, that's an
0: insecurity. That's a mental illness. <laughs> like, no, you, that's a mental weakness. I told you, I literally got to the point where it was like, that, that was, I'm like, I'm deleting shit. I'm scrolling this shit, and I'm not liking anything. And I'm just like, like, I can see through the stupid shit. I I I, I guess it's because I'm just a seven le- second level, next level thinker. I just, my life, my mom, me being poker player, like, I just kind of do that on the strength. Right. And... I, just so much silly shit. It's like, why are you just entertained by this? Dude? That that's another joint too. The shit that entertains the people here sometimes to me, it'd just be like, y'all can't be serious. Like it's no. We're,
1: we're ending week two of the for the dick for the pussy challenge. Yeah. It just got entertaining 2 days ago. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The first run of it the shit was so bad. I skip I, over all of it. I'm like I'm not watching this shit. I said like, once a couple celebrities did it I, the shit was kind of funny. But, but it's like yo, it took y'all it took us to the point of I was like this is what I'm not watching this. Then when I saw the Eric by doing Michael Blacks one, I was like all right, I'm going to give a couple more a chance and the shit has actually been pretty funny. The funniest shit on the internet right now, you know where I'm going with this. Boy from London. The boy, oh, yeah. that fucking man not t- man's not hot. The new one, the new c- clip, yeah, it was meeting with the guy from Island Records. Oh yeah, Island, yeah. He's like, he's that. he's like, What? Island Records? He's like, uh just between me and you, man? It's, it's island. He's like, Island not spelled like that. You trying to make me look stupid, man. He's like he's like, Island is I L E and then land Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But
0: that's original, and that's what I'm saying. It's like it's originally funny. (laughs) There's shit I see that I I crack up because I'm like, yo, like the filet dude. That was originally funny,
1: hilarious.
0: So you know, my thing though is like, it's not bad to like just get out and have some conversations with some people. That's another joint that I I see a lot, and I just be like, damn. Like somebody the other day, man, was like, yeah, I love y'all show, man. It's like y'all speak so well, and I'm like. To me we don't Right. Like, we just we speak. But I, I know for a fact going out and meeting people, just being around oh, them, man. motherfuckers can't hold a conversation, <laughs> though. They just can't. Sure it's like it almost can't. impossible. And it that's from that shit. Like yeah. it's from not leaving your block. Somebody the other day said this and this is this was really, really dope. We was talking about the whole hurricane thing from down there. And one of the old heads in my job was like, uh, we was talking about the hurricane that hit Puerto Rico. Man, yeah, get, let, let's Let's get Puerto Rico together, man, because yeah. uh, Puerto Rico's in
1: bad shape. Yeah, I'm doing an event tomorrow night at the corner. I got my man, uh, 3,800 Lancaster Ave. I got my man, O'Dallis, hosting. This is our regular Friday night. We're going to give part of the door proceeds to the Puerto Rico Hurricane Relief Um, just because it's, like, literally, like, nobody stepped up to do nothing except Pitbull. Like, and J-Lo. And, yeah, and Pitbull's from fucking Cuba. Mm-hmm. Like, and him saying nobody's stepping up.
0: They said that the— uh, I think the Royal Caribbean took a, they canceled a cruise. Yeah. They took a whole cruise ship down there to like get people out of there and give them somewhere nice. to, you know, so that's fly. And they said that one of the U.S. naval ships is headed there with all of, you know, supplies and help and all that stuff. That's good. Man. So it's like, yeah, you know, the, Trump the other day, when they asked him like, what's going on with the relief for Puerto Rico's like, like, Puerto Rico Pu- fucked themselves. He's like, well, here's the thing. The Puerto infrastructure's Rico, bad. <laughs> Puerto Rico is, it's an ocean, it's an island.
1: In a, in a very really big in ocean. a very big ocean.
0: I'm like, yo, like, he sounds like a first grader <laughs> who got called on to s- explain where Puerto it's Rico like is. It's like that meme. Motherfucking,
1: uh, 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 this motherfucker can't even eat a uh, motherfucking uh, hamburger uh, cold. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nigga, ham, <him>
0: down, nigga. <laughs> 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 but, um, no, we was talking about the Puerto Rico shit the other day. And one of the old heads in my job was like, I honestly, I, I like, up until recent. I didn't really feel sad for the millennials and the next generation. They're completely fucked, and I'm like, w- 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 like you know, elaborate, elaborate. Like, tell t- me. He was like, just looking at all the things that are going on. Like the young generation, they can't function right. They can't live off the land. Yeah, they can't function without these devices, these things. And I started thinking about it and looking into it and reading. I was looking at like all the different places that were affected by the hurricane. Yeah. And I didn't know that Angu- Anguilla didn't get electricity till 1984. So I'm like, damn, like it's people it's people still there that were functioning without yeah. that. You know what I mean? So it's like they understand how to like hunt fish. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Start a fire. Live start a fire, live off the land. I'm like They's talking about uh, Anguilla and different parts down there might not get electricity back for like seven eight years. They said that's how long it might take because they got to rebuild everything. That's nuts. And I'm like, could you imagine if some shit happened up here where electricity was gonna be out for seven eight years? Civilization might end. Seven eight days. It might end. You gotta talk to your kids. <laughs> Can't just give them the iPad. Oh, have Lord. a conversation with your spouse. Yo, like for a civilization <laughs> like crumble. So, you mean to tell me I gotta
1: go outside and actually meet chicks? I, gotta, I can't just send them emojis and dick pics? Yo, I gotta go outside <laughs> and
0: actually interact. Fuck that. Yo, some nut shit. They on some nut <laughs> shit. Trump on some nut shit. Get these breakers back up. <laughs> and, uh, but I, I, once he said it, it made me just look around and just looking at different things. And I, I thought that was interesting. Like, yeah, like, we we gotta start learning again, yo. Like, you, you you might got to take a day, you know, like, right. like away from the phone right. and, like, go learn how right. to fish. Real shit. Like, yeah. you might want to learn that. And it's funny because all my country, part of my family, like, my family, my, my dad's side, they all from, like, North Carolina. So you, they know this shit, like, time yeah. and time, like, ten times over. Yeah, how, to hunt, how to goddamn how fish, how to fillet a fish, how to do a lot of different things. We, we don't know none of that. Oh, shit. None <laughs> of that. They can plant vegetables and live off of the earth. We can't, we yeah. wouldn't, wouldn't it's know like
1: what to. 50, do. It's like 50 Cent's Breakfast Club interview. America doesn't produce anything but people.
0: Nothing. And, and it's like we don't have, and
1: now we're producing skillless people. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like motherfucker might have all this knowledge or whatever that they learn in school, book smarts or whatever, but they don't know how to actually do anything no. without the assistance of some measure of technology. And it's, it's because of that, like we're going to undo our motherfucking cells When the dinosaurs come back, we ain't going to know what the fuck to do. Crazy.
0: <laughs> Crazy. Like, I see motherfuckers all the time. Like, just that. Like, when I was saying I hopped in my homie truck. Yeah. You know, take... Give me a ride down south of real river quick. how, how, how we, I get how, there. How, what am supposed to take down there? And I'd be on the tip, like... Use your fucking GPS. <laughs> like, you, you got a fucking Yukon Denali. It's yeah. one of them shit's built in here. <laughs> it's like... Pick you, one. You got a phone. Use this shit. But I'm like, here, take it a step further. Going back. Remember when we had map quests and had to print out your yeah. fucking directions? I can take you further back. When I was a truck driver, I had an actual map. Moon, everybody else to drive a truck, they know what I'm talking about. The map yeah. with the spiral back. You, I remember having to map out the trip. And I'm talking about I was driving from here to Washington State right. with no motherfucking map. I'm talking about 2006. Navigation and shit didn't, it wasn't even really out yet. No, nah. r- Rich motherfuckers had that rich, shit. R- like you ain't had that <laughs> shit, though. They would tell you. Yo, take this highway, this highway, this, distance. that, and the third. You had to figure that shit out, like, going through a map. Like, how far I'm going to drive today, how right. far I'm going to go tomorrow, this, that. Like. Real shit. So, it's like, I can do a map pretty well, because I did. I drove yeah. cross-country. I literally went from here to Washington State, down through Oakland, coming down through New Mexico, Laredo, Texas, Oklahoma, Alabama, back up 81, through Virginia, back to fucking Allentown. Like, I used to do that shit all the time. Yeah. So, I literally went one big circle throughout the country. I've been to every state, except for above New York. But you, you learn, and that's how you like. So now I could do that because yeah. I learned it. And it's like, we really don't teach ourselves anything. We'll and teach then teach ourselves shit. I look back on like a lot of the things I learned growing up were from my mom and my dad. They yeah. they taught, taught us, spoke with us, had us having conversations with all their friends and different things. So it's like, yeah, I see kids now, people turn the phone on and throw it at them. <laughs> Leave me alone. They get them an iPad, throw it at them. <laughs> Leave me alone. From
1: one year old, throw the iPad right
0: at throw them. Throw the iPad right at them. And it's like, no, you got to talk to them. You got to nurture them. You got to raise them. You got to help them talk, help them learn, help them think. Yeah, stop letting Tim Cook raise your kids. Yeah, hey, like, it, it's ridiculous. It, it's 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 insane, man. And We, we really just got to get back to... Learning and staying away from all of the boy. and That's not yeah, me preaching like I'm better than them because right. I'm, I'm no better. I, I, but I, I catch myself at times yeah. like, yo, I'm tripping. Like, why am I, why do I care this like much? Like, I about literally people?
1: haven't watched TV in like two weeks just that's because this one. shit just
0: wears me the fuck
1: out. And I'm just like, yo, I must be getting old or something. I'm like, because I can't do this shit. Like, I be, I be looking, I be on the internet, but looking for information and looking for ways and, to and, fucking and, educate myself. And, and, and
0: that's myself. what I said the other day. I'm like, mm. I go on, like, I, I go on the internet. I get into my Wikipedia hunting situations and I start finding all these different stories and all these different things. And I'm reading about this cult. I mean, this revolution, this cult, this thing that happened, this thing yeah. that went on this time period in America, this time period. Like the other day when, uh, y'all were talking about how many people got killed in world war two. And I was like, yeah, it was, it was 65 it was, million. It was upwards of 65 million. You know what I mean? I'm like, I remember that from like back in the day. And, I think you was like Matt full of shit I'm like no really like I, <laughs> I honestly know all of this stuff and it's like I really I get into my time periods where I just be on like a quest for knowledge right like I just want to learn as much as I can and try to figure out as much as I can just because I don't know it just seems cool to know the answers to things and like Rick uh shout out Rick Moore, man like old of my job Rick pop shout out um, yeah shout out Uncle Rick Rick literally was like this motherfucker, man, he just always talking, but he's like, I give him credit, he be knowing his motherfucking shit. <laughs> he's like, he be talking all goddamn day, but he know what the fuck he talking about. And it's just like, I looked at my mom, and I always say like, I could ask her anything, and she just knew the answer. Yeah. And it's just like you only get like that by acquiring knowledge. Acquiring. Sometimes it's useless knowledge, but then with the day a motherfucker come ask you
1: and you know, you like, oh shit, They're like how you know that?
0: Yeah. I
1: mean, like, but, I, I'm I'm that person for people that are my me circle. They call me all the time. Yesterday, my man called me, and said, "Hey, do you think opening up? It's like my man just came home from jail, did 23 years. You think opening up a lounge in Delaware is a good idea? I said, yes. Yeah. It's a good idea. It's like, why, why why not? I said, because looking at the market, they don't have a lot of different options. I'm like, you know, the people are literally crazed for something to do. They come out at fucking nine o'clock when the fuck you open the fucking doors up. The shit is essentially free money. I said, furthermore, I got a network of people that can fucking promote the events, move people, and you could just fucking make money for a fucking year. Because my man told him no. He called me. I
0: got the fucking expertise and I got the infrastructure to help him fucking do this. I shit. had one of my homies. He was like, "Yo, Matt, like he, he we." I gave him my number at the barbershop. He's like, "Yo, I'm gonna hit you, dog," because he's like, "I be, I be needing answers to different little things, man. I be knowing, you be <laughs> knowing a lot of little shit." I'm like, "Yeah, well, you got my number, dog. You need me? Just shoot me a text or whatever, whatever." This nigga called me at like three thirty in the morning. <laughs> I was asleep. I see the shit ringing. I'm like the fuck? I'm like, hello? He like, yo, real quick. Real quick. It's th- I know it's 3.30 in the morning. Real quick. What you think was better? Confessions of Fire or Volume 1? I'm like, yo, lose my mind." <laughs> <name laughs> like, you fucking kidding me right <laughs> now. <laughs> like, he like, I'm saying I'm with my man in the studio. Cameron or debate. Big <laughs> L. Like, what the fuck? It was like, yeah, man, like, uh, I just was always wanting people to, like, I, I just like knowledge and I like, and especially at this point in my life, I'm all about betterment. I, I yeah. want to see better from my people, Everybody, like the next person, just whoever the fuck is right. out there. I just want to see better. I don't want to see. I watched, I, somebody sent, and I, I wouldn't have watched it had I not, it not been sent to me. Okay. Somebody sent me a video of chicks rumbling in the projects. They rumbling, throwing haymakers. Everybody in the projects is standing on cars, jumping around, filming of the shit. Of course they were. Like apes do. These bitches is rumbling. The chick mom come out, and the, the, the. The chick starts swinging on her mom. Like, this chick and this chick are rumbling. This chick's mom comes out. This chick starts swinging on the mom. The mom and her start rumbling. Then the mom and the daughter start rolling on the girls. And... The the other one's mom comes out And she's snapping on the daughter Like you serious y'all doing all of this over a nigga Like you serious You're over a nigga And the uh. other mom and the daughter are dancing On the front steps <laughs> Like we just fucked that bitch up that I, And the crowd going crazy And they hyphy And all. I'm like Jesus Christ Like we never gonna be free Never Because it's like we turn right back around And be cool with this dumb ass shit And it's like I told my homie, I'm like, yo, don't send me shit like this, man. I'm on a positive vibe. I don't want to see this goofy-ass right. shit. But it's it's the truth. And like, that's where you was talking about where am I at with the NFL shit. It's like the, the message completely got screwed up it's fucked. in the last week. I don't even like, know if we could get Once I saw the
1: Sports it. Illustrated cover, I said, it's over.
0: Yeah, I don't even know if we could get it back. But my thing is Kaepernick's original message was brilliant. What he was saying, how he was handling it. He was so elegant elegant about how he was going about the situation. Absolutely. It was so beautiful. To see it just blown to shit now is like it's sad as fuck. And it's like everything else that happens with us. We shit is a joke. You know what I'm saying? It's it's more so of a it's it's a punchline. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And that we don't we don't need that at a time like this. We don't need punchlines. We don't need jokes about shit. We need real live people that are gonna stand up and take initiative and try to better things. That's why I love what Carl, Kendall, Mitch, all of them are doing with the, you know, the brothers on the move yeah. thing that they're doing. Like, that's dope. Get out, touch the people, talk to them. If, if you help one person, that's dope. So, where I'm at is, I don't know if we could ever, you know, I, like, what next? Yeah. That's more so my joint. Now what? Like, what are you willing to do? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like... You all for racial injustice to stop. You all for police brutality and flat-out racism to go away. You cool. You you want that. Now, tomorrow, when you see the two fourteen 14-year-old chicks rumbling at the end of your block, are you going to stop them or are you going to film it and put right. the shit on Instagram? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like eventually you have to take... Like I said, you can't toe the line. You got to pick a side and then you got to go all out for it and try to make things better and you know hopefully things improve but I don't know where are you at with the whole thing I mean
1: once I just see just how far the mainstream media has just misinterpreted and misreported the message it's very very frustrating like I've watched one NFL game so far this season by accident it was the Eagles and Chiefs game that game fucking sucked by the way Mm -hmm. Um, outside of the Chiefs running back that was a shitty ass game I do like Carson Wentz a lot though I think he's a phenomenal young player but basically where I am with the shit is just, like, I'm just cool. Like, basically, like, the NFL is just, like, such a full of shit organization. It's like, yo, y'all literally piss on your consumer all the time and Mm -hmm. tell them that it's raining. Like, they tried to tell us that CTE wasn't a thing. Then they kinda admitted it. Now they fucking paying people for it. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, it's like, they told us that, uh, you know, Colin Kaepernick was a pariah and a piece of shit for fucking kneeling. Now they've adopted the fucking kneel as a organization thus denouncing Trump and then everybody goes out here like the fucking rocketeers doing the fucking yeah, yeah. Kick, kick knee kick knee kick show fucking you know what I'm saying for one week and then very next week I know there was fucking meetings all week saying hey you, any of you motherfuckers nil, you're gonna be out of a fucking job yeah. so just overall it's just such hypocrisy in the organizational messages, and it's like they contradict themselves for whatever good they deem at the fucking moment. And it's like no consistency other than protect the shield. And mm. that I can't get down with. So I'm personally, like, not watching the NFL at all this season. I'm cool. Like I said, I watched the one game, and I'm good. No, thank you. Yeah.
0: I I, I don't know. I, I Like, I want to see things get better. I just – it's like me and Carl was talking about it the other day. It's just yeah. like, how? Like, like that's really where you be at sometimes. Right. Like, you know, because it, it'd be stressful. It'd just literally be frustrating watching the things that the people who are oppressed, the people who are, you know, going through these things, going through these injustices, having all of this bad stuff done to them. It's like, they don't be trying. Exactly. Like like us, young black people really don't be trying to do better, to be better. And it just like you sit back and you like, wait, like is this what it's supposed to be? Like we supposed to be on bullshit all the fucking right. day and every day like so I don't know,
1: man. Like, if people just in general, specifically people of color, spent the same energy that they put into trying to get over on motherfuckers and try to finesse the system into something legitimate like a craft or whatever like that, they could learn something. You could fucking, my man, you could teach yourself how to do fucking graphic design online. You can get on fucking YouTube, fucking take some Ritalin, get on some YouTube tutorials and just download fucking... uh, uh, Adobe Photoshop And just practice And then you can pick up A fucking craft And you can be making Anywhere between Fucking 50 to 200 dollars Per image That you pump out And become a whole Fucking side business A whole fucking entrepreneur Just always something That you learn On the fucking computer like, my homie simply taught himself taught himself how to fucking do that shit, and now he makes thousands of dollars a month fucking doing graphic design. Mm-hmm. So it's like if people put the same energy into something positive as they do into the bullshit and just fucking scrolling YouTube looking for fight videos all fucking day, who yeah. knows what they could accomplish. Real the sense. same app that you in, X out of... Big booty hoe fights and fucking typing like, how to become an electrician. And I'm sure you will at the very least get the beginning stages of learning how to master a fucking craft that can pay you $300,000, $400,000 a year if you become a master electrician. And
0: I feel like that's the biggest issue is, like you said it earlier, we're pumping out people at a mass rate, and most of them are unskilled. Yeah. And don't want to be skilled. Yeah, we're a nation of C students. Yeah. Being a C student is cool. Yeah, but the thing is, is like you have to have a skill. Yeah, you have to have some. Like people, like you look at you know, I don't know. Give me somebody, just like L- Little Wayne. Little Wayne comes off like a drug addicted psychopath. Yeah. No, he's one of the most skilled motherfucking <laughs> writers well rappers. Yeah, maybe ever. Yes, and he's proven it time and time again. Jay-Z say out his own mouth, I'm not a rapper. I'm a hustler who know how to rap. Right. He's a hustler. that yeah. know how to rap. But that nigga can rap better than 99% of the people on earth. And he can hustle better than the other 99% of you motherfuckers. It, it, it's, it's, it's just like it is what it is. There has to be some kind of skill yeah. there. And once you have a skill there, you can either be fucking – what was the nigga who was the number one high school nigga in 2002? Lenny Cook. Lenny – you can be Lenny Cook or you can be LeBron <laughs> – You can have all the skill in the world, but you have to work on it. You have to want, not to, you know, no pun, strive for greatness. That shit is real. There's a bit, Shaq and Kobe, it's a big-ass difference, dog. Big difference. It's a big difference from, shit, Tupac and Biggie. Cause if Big had pop work ethic, we might have got three or four albums out of Big. We might have got ten. <laughs> Machiavelli was done in seven days. Real tough. <laughs> it's just a it's a big difference. So somebody the other day was like, "Uh, hustle beats talent." I think that's what the tweet was. Hustle beats talent when talent don't work hard. Exactly, and it, it's like that. Like it's the truth. Yeah. You really find, like, this podcast, we found something we was really good at yeah. and dug out our niche. And now, you know, we seeing dividend, not on some crazy, but it's, like, it's dope. It's rolling, floating, selling merchandise, yeah. getting these live show shit together. It's, like, it's it's a thing that's building. Yeah, we're working. And progress. I got, like, one of my homegirls hit me the other day, like, I'm so proud of you because she's, like, this is what you should have been doing. Right. And I'm, like, yeah, because I, I finally got away from, like, Goofy shit, like <laughs> right. I, you know, I've stayed out of Fridays. Yeah. Like it's just uh, shit. Just I had a better. tweet the other day. I said, "Fucking million dollar advice
1: of the day: mind your motherfucking mind your business. Fucking business. Like if if people could learn to just consistently get out of their own way and just be like." That's bullshit, but I'm not going to say nothing. And just fucking get back on, like, and just stay on task. Like, to have the ability to do that is what's fucking saved my life. Real shit. Having the ability to say, that's bullshit, that's nut shit, he's on some whole shit, he's being weird. And just ignore all of it and just stay on my fucking path and just let them be weird and do nut shit on their own and not participate in it is what saved my motherfucking life when I was at a transitional period of I'm either about to go on the craziest money run of my life or I'm about to keep being fucking broke and being on some nut shit. And I said, you know what? I don't have time to be on no nut shit because I got fucking... I got 40000 in debt to climb up out of. Mm-hmm. I got to gotta stay on my shit and focus on me. And that's what the fuck I did. And that's what
0: fucking saved my fucking life. Yeah, man. I, I had a uh, one of my homegirls, she hit me not too while, long ago. Like, yeah, man. Like, I, She's like, I see you, you know, doing stand-up. And I see you doing the podcast. She's like, I love that. Because, like, you be taking shots and chances. And I'm just like, she's like, you know, I never did that. And I, like, I regret it. I'm like, well, take one now. Right. Take one tomorrow. And she like, I mean, I'm saying, you know, I got kids. And I. Take one tomorrow. Yeah, still, fuck that. Drake had a perfect line. Uh, in the journal, nothing was the same. Um, ah, I can't think of the line. Ah, it was about his uncle. The John. Uh, never think about it too much. Oh, okay. I can't think of the fucking line. It's gonna come to me. That's a great album, by the way. Fantastic album. You know, it was that's the 10-year anniversary. Yeah, that's, that a, that's a near-perfect album. Because uh, I got to find a line. This shit's going to bother me too much. <laughs> it's going to bother you
1: all long. night. You're going to be doing a, a, an, a, an amendment to the show like, yeah. it was such and such. He said such
0: and such. All right, y'all. Uh, <laughs> my uncle used to have all these things on his bucket list, and now he's acting like, oh, well, let's just fuck that shit. Oh, well, I guess... Wait, I'm reading wrong. My uncle used to have all these things on his bucket list and now he's acting like, oh well, that's just life, I guess. No, fuck that shit. You can still do what you want to do. You gotta trust that shit. Like that shit yeah. real. Fuck that. Don't think like, you got yeah, something it's you never want to. You got no, no my girl mom didn't become a teacher until she was thirty.
1: Yeah.
0: You know what I'm saying? Like you, you wanna change and got something you looking to change up and do my, differently. My grandmother went back and got her master got her a fucking bachelor's
1: degree. She did a celebrated program at Pierce. Took her like, maybe like, like uh celebrated night program. It took her like six years to get her bachelor's, whatever like that. And this is right before she, a uh, couple years before she retired from HUP or whatever. But it's like, it's never too late. Like, she went to Pierce, got her fucking bachelor's in business administration. Got a fucking salary bump, you know what I'm saying? Created some more uh
0: retirement money
1: for her fucking self. It's, it's never too late. Doug,
0: Marvin Hagler is like a big actor in France. The boxer? Yeah. He's like a big actor over there in Europe. That's and the cool. nigga went and learned French. Right. Tearing it up for right. Denzel over there. Like you can always flip side. Denzel haggling. But 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 you gotta want it and you gotta do better. Terry I, Cruz was saying in the oh, uh, yeah. in the interview that he did with
1: with uh with Ebro, he was saying that people he For those of you that don't know, Terry Crews, the actor or whatever, he's on his third TV show. He said he's literally done 600 hours of television, mm-hmm. 60 major motion pictures on top of all of the other entertainment shit or whatever that he's done. And he's like, I played in the NFL for seven years. I bounced around team to team. I was a special teamer. I went over to the World League, came back into the NFL. I'm one of the only people to ever make it back into the NFL from the World League or whatever. And he's like... The whole thing is so many people think that their life stops when football ends, but that's really the beginning of your life. He said because not one single owner of a football team got here by playing football. He said, so what you got to realize is that the world is so much bigger than the fucking NFL and that you can create so much more opportunities for yourself and so much more lasting wealth and lasting experiences outside of football if you exit the game with your fucking head on the street and you leave the game with a plan of what it is that you want to so do. I
0: watched a video where The Rock, he's filming a movie in Vancouver, Canada, and he's on his balcony at this condo, and he's got like the skyline of Vancouver in the background, and The Rock was like, I remember, he's like, I love this city and he's like I remember being here because he was in the Canadian Football League yeah. he's like I remember getting cut and thinking damn my life is over because you know Rock played offensive line yeah. in Miami and he, he he came out was undrafted didn't get picked up by no NFL team went to Canadian Football League he's like I played there and got uh, dropped in this city right. they released me and he's like I remember looking at the skyline like damn my life is over I'm going to be a failure Right, I'm the highest paid guy right. in Hollywood <laughs> Think about how nuts that is. And it's just
1: like. And he's had two careers because he's one of the greatest figures in the history of pro wrestling ever. Not just black, just period. One of the biggest, most iconic figures in
0: pro wrestling history. It's him. He's number three. Hogan's number two. And then Stone Cold. Well, it's between Stone Cold and Hogan. But yeah, it's like. One of them too, and then Rock is right there. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, it's like you really can have a career in anything, but you gotta push for po- you gotta be yeah. positive and you gotta want to progress. Put the, you gotta put the time in. You gotta put the man. Had the Rock in. decided to get a revolver and ten grams of crack, <laughs> who knows where the fuck he ended up? You know what I'm saying? It's like it just is. I was watching Tommy Morrison thirty for thirty the other day. Yeah, so ridiculous, man. It's so goddamn sad because Tommy Morrison was gifted and he had a lot of talent. And once he did Rocky, it's like he was through the roof. Yeah. All the dumb shit and then once he got AIDS and then getting the DUIs left and right, he just couldn't get out of couldn't get out of his own way. So that's my biggest thing, man, with the whole NFL, just everything. Not even the NFL like NFL is a small part of society and what yeah. goes on. Yo, and that was another point that Terry Cruz was making. He said, Yo,
1: the NFL, because of the way it's marketed in America, will trick you into thinking it's this big international game. He said, I went to London, couldn't find the shit, went to all these other places in Europe on a Sunday, couldn't find the shit. Went to fucking Belgium, couldn't find the shit. Went to Hong Kong, couldn't find the shit. He said, so what I realize is that nobody else fucking cares. Mm-hmm. The majority of the population in the world is outside of the United States and outside of I, North listen, America, I try and to ex- nobody I gives I try a fuck. I tried to
0: explain to niggas in my job one day that basketball is a bigger game than football. Hands they, down. You couldn't, I, I'm sitting, I'm like, dog, it's a global game. Yeah. Football's not global. If you go to anywhere else in the globe and say football, they're gonna get a soccer ball. Yeah, absolutely. Like, like there are murals of Kobe Bryant and LeBron James in China China like dead <laughs> ass like it's a global game yeah. I was like I told him, I was like yo I don't even think football's gonna be what y'all th- like what y'all see it as I don't think it's gonna be that in 15 years well, you said last show has been on the decline the last 4 years like real shit between the CTE the fact that all of this goofy shit the fact that where the shit goes with the now they done brought back now you can celebrate but it, they was just they took so much out yeah. the game because, that it's,
1: they, because it's a 70% black game and they want niggas to hush up and be good boys yeah so, no. for that reason, hey, I'm out, NFL. Like, I'm cool. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't want no smoke with y'all.
0: Anything else you want to finish on, this going um, sure.
1: Make sure that y'all go uh, to the realestmerchever.com, buy a shirt, buy a hat. Um, the end of this month, I believe, is when the 15% off ends. Is code TRPE15. We have... Uh, TRP merchandise, y'all wear merchandise, mugs, phone cases for the iPhone 7 and the 7, 7 Plus, the 8 and the 8 Plus. We got phone cases for everything. We got beanies, uh, mugs, all you types to get of shit. need a couple 6S
0: joints because people ask me, did y'all have 6 cases too? Okay. So, so we'll
1: add them. Paris, got- listen up, add yeah. up, add the fucking 6 and the 6S cases. Um, So yeah, I mean, that's, that's basically it, man. Go to. The easiest way to support us and to get something in return is to buy a piece of merchandise. Definitely. Flat out. Uh, anything you want to plug? Um, every weekend at the corner, 3800 Lancaster Avenue. I'm there Friday and Saturday night, 9 p.m. to 2 a.m. Friday, we got DJ Paper Chase. Saturday, we got DJ Wayne Stacks, my young young gunner. I'm, like, grooming him. He's, like, real dope young DJ. Um, I don't really have no big events coming up. Next week, uh, A3C in uh, Atlanta. I'll be down there thursday to sunday with black poppy he's doing the cigars and cognac show put on by uh philly the boss and um yak house entertainment so we're doing that show we scrambling now last minute trying to get on a couple more shows or whatever but he'll definitely be on that show he's one of the last four artists performing um if y'all in the atlanta area come check us out at the cigars and cognac event for 83 3 c
0: in Atlanta or? In Atlantic?
1: Atlanta, I thought you said Atlantic City. No, in Atlanta. I
0: think you said Atlantic City by accident.
1: Oh uh, well, Atlanta, oh, yeah. Georgia. Okay, not Atlantic City. All right, we out. We out of here, man. Peace.